Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi there, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. We're real-life best friends. But we met playing fake life best friends, Turk and JD, on the sitcom Scrubs. 20 years later, we've decided to rewatch the series one episode at a time and put our memories into a podcast you can listen to at home. We're going to get all our special guest friends like Sarah Chalk, John C. McGinley, Neil Flynn, Judy Reyes. Show creator Bill Lawrence, editors, writers, and even prop masters will tell us about what inspired the series and how we became a family. You can listen to the podcast Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach and Donald on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Myself and the National Highway Transport Safety Administration want to remind you something. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everybody else around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Be safe this holiday season. What's up, everybody? How are you? I'm Ray Harkins, and this is 100 Words or Less. This is our best of 2018 episode. This is the one that really, really gets people excited. Uh, It's like one of our most downloaded episodes of the year. I love it so much because I get to hang out with friends and talk about music, which is uh, basically what I've built my life on. (laughs) So for those that are the uninitiated, I have two guests, Joey Cahill, who runs 6131 Records, and Jeremy Bohm, who is the vocalist for Touche Amore and also uh, Hesitation Wounds, and puts out some great, great poetry books if you have... uh, you know, done yourself a favor and picked one up. Awesome. If not, go do that. Okay. 
so we've been friends for years and years and years, and we've done these year-end lists uh, since like the early 2000s. And uh, when the podcast became a thing, like then we just started to do that on this medium. And that is what we were doing. So I love this episode so much. It's, uh, it, it's just, it's great because it basically feels uh, like what I want everybody to feel, the excitement of music and the excitement of new records and uh, or bands that you haven't uh, discovered yet and that's uh that's a lot of what happens on this so anyways you uh you must you must visit rockabilly.com and use the code pc jabberjaw because they have amazing merch they can uh you know if you pay a little extra you can probably get it shipped in time for the holidays i'm not not 100 positive about that but uh they got great presents they got great gifts they got uh, they got everything there, and it's all high quality stuff. You're not seeing any bootleg material whatsoever. It's all officially licensed by the bands. They get paid. It's great. I love it so much. So rockabilia.com, PC Jabberjaw, fifteen percent off your first order. So uh, yeah, we're just gonna dive right in because this is uh, a long one, and uh, I just I I want to I want to get to it. I want to listen to it myself. Okay. So uh, yeah, I'll be back for one more episode next week uh, with uh, TJ Bonnet from As Cities Burn. And uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to do an outro on this one. I'm just going to, uh, you know, let it let it fade quietly into the night. <laughs> so uh, that's what we got. And here is the best of 2018 episode with Joey Cahill and Jeremy Bohm. Yay, friends. We are here <laughs> in person, in real life. This is the first time in, what, three years? Because the last... San Diego, prob- I was in the last time. I was in San Diego three years ago. Yeah. And I think we did that. Well, I can't remember if we did. No, that was the year... That Jeremy was not able to make it. No, or the year we recorded it and then you lost it. That, that was that was, that was Skype. Yeah, that was Skype. That was oh. Skype one. Yeah, don't try to. I'm just throwing you another bus. I know. I think the last one was at your old place. Yes. So and that we was took, one. we took a photo. We did take a photo. Oh, that was it. Popped in my time hop. Time hop a couple couple days ago. That's good. You're like so a, that was, you're like a mom. Did you happen to notice that? What? How many years? I think it was like four years ago. There you go. Four years ago. Maybe three. I this, don't this is a monumental occasion. And I do get like, it's funny, come like September, people started hitting me up being like, you're going to do that. It's like, yeah. Like, it's been pretty consistent. Like, pr- prior to this podcast even existing, we did this collectively yeah. to no one paid And I think you've been at every one except for one time you were gone. And that was like 2013. Or and something. was it Brandon that's Chris Hansen. Hansen. Oh. Yeah. Not, in, inter- interesting substitute. <laughs> <laughs> he's a chatty cat. <laughs> I love Chris. Yeah, he's well, he his number. His number one record was a record he had not heard yet. If I remember correctly, I, I do. It was a Taylor correct. Swift record. I, yeah, he it was. A t- and he hadn't heard it. And he put it as number one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a preemptive. I love Chris Hansen. I know. He lives in the high desert now, man. More, more power to him, dude. He's fascinating to me. He's extremely fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> very fascinating to me. Um, but this is this is exciting because this, we're back you know you made the trip out here specifically just for this, for this i fly no, home tomorrow no the reason you get <laughs> I sent got out, here yesterday we send you out a private jet to fly you out here podcast business <laughs> podcast business same thing for jeremy if he's ever on tour he cancels his tour mm-hmm. flies out i actually flew here from burbank <laughs> i flew to orange you, county from burbank did you borrow uh kobe bryant's uh, helicopter to take you out here i uh, know it was my own <laughs> <That's> my- <laughs> With that, the two the touche money just yes. flying out just, of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Scrooge McDuck. That's me. <laughs> so I want to I want to tee this up to where well we were all talking about before we started recording our lists finalized like a couple hours ago for most of us. Yeah, I think I finalized my list sitting here. Okay. Yeah. I'm. There's a strong chance that as I'm looking at my list, I'll go. Maybe that's seven. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this is six. I'm, 
that's always been pretty arbitrary for us though. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think this year, go ahead. I could arguably make a case that any one of these records could be my number one. Like I don't have a standout, like this was my favorite. Like, I mean, I guess I made one number one title. So I'll say yeah. it's my favorite record of the year, but like every year in the past, it's been like, Oh, hey, this is my favorite year. record of the year. This and feels maybe, very interchangeable for me too. Yeah. And maybe not all of them, but like, no, I could probably make a case for all of them. Yeah, I could I could make a case for a good a good chunk of my well, like I would say probably maybe thirty percent of my records I could make an argument for that. So not a majority, about three, but maybe four. Yeah, is that how you do math? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna tease this really quick that uh, I'm doing something this year that's never been done on this podcast before. So Holy you guys just be ready for that. Crap. I had a tie at number one last year, so that's true. Oh, is is Jeremy gonna put it? Is Jeremy gonna put an EP? You had a tie. It did. He did have a tie. Julian and Alexis or Alex, Alex Leahy tied at number one. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, we still. I think we still forced him to do two. Like, no, I did one A and one B. It's did you? I'm I just did? gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna throw it out there that this is still something that's never been done on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't put EPs on there. Okay, I'm just kidding. I feel like we had someone's had the seven inch on here. I don't know. Whatever. That's something probably. I think we, yeah, I think that's seven inch. I think we've all a soundtrack seven inch or that. Well, I've done soundtrack. I did a live record last year, which is like also kind of like that's true. It was my number one. I think the replacements live record. Uh, yeah. Number one or number two. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. I'm trying to break down all the norms. You are. I I, respect. I don't want to say that I'm, I'm uh, brave. You're trail, but I'm pretty brave. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're taking risks. Yeah. The uh, so what, what have you guys noticed about your? Because obviously every year we are musical tastes. They don't necessarily change, but the way that we consume music changes. The way that we compile lists changes. Um, talk 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 to me about the process. I listen to way fewer records. Yeah. Than probably I ever have. Uh, in the past, like. Yeah. And how do you, do you basically still just like compile them into like a playlist? Yeah. Then, I, uh, I put together like a playlist and then I kind of, as I'm listening to it on shuffle, be like, why is this on this? I don't want this. This yeah, is going to make removed. My yeah. Do you put one song or the whole record? The whole record. It's a good, I think I ripped off that idea from you. Cause I used to do just one song and then I was like, that's not, that's not a record. Right. But also like <laughs> by doing that, I feel like I don't get like, that's how we get like, I'll put it on shuffle and be like, I should listen to that. And then I'll go back and listen to the actual record. Cause I feel like listening to songs on shuffle isn't giving me a f- the full flavor. Mm-hmm. Just a taste, just a taste. Yeah. Hot singles. What about you, Jeremy? How do you, uh, how do you compile? Um, I just kind of base it on like if I, well, okay. This is, I guess different. Um, brave that so brave. <laughs> so brave. everybody No, uh, I'm one of the like probably seven people that still uses a digital download or an, oh, 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 I downloaded soul seek this year <laughs> that still exists and it's so sick. Really? Honestly, it's so fast. Does it download? No one uses it anymore. Like, uh, no, I mean, it's like, it just does like the, the track by track or whatever, okay. but like there's so many records that like, aren't on Spotify or like maybe thing, things that like, I remember I used to have mm-hmm. that I lost several iPods ago, like things like the bright eyes KCRW session that was great oh. that long ago where it's just like, I wonder if that's on there. It's on there. It's just like stuff that I've missed, whatever. Yeah. So like, I was like, maybe I can find things that I haven't thought about right, or whatever. And, um, so, uh, what I was, the point of this is that I, 
put records on my phone, not just like Spotify, like, you know, like in the music section. Right. So like whatever albums I bought that month or whatever, I'll do the digital download or whatever and I'll just put them on my phone so I don't have to like worry about Spotify or whatever. Mm. And I find that that those are the records that I've usually listen to the most or like all let's do it a couple times and be like maybe i don't really like this record that yeah. much maybe I'll because like it's actually songs. a physically on it's on my phone right. and like i'm looking at it all the time and i'm like i go back to it more often so i guess that's what's different i mean i'm both like three of us still obviously are buying vinyl versions of things mm-hmm. and um if i find that i've listened to a record on vinyl several times that it's probably a standout you know because usually it's like i admit that i'll listen to the record once or twice and then i file it away and then i just listen to it digitally from then on but right. if i find myself still pulling it out listening to it right and it's probably that's sticking has left you. an impact some sort of way yeah mm-hmm. unless it's really rare then i just leave it in plastic and just know i'm gonna right. fucking just, sell yeah. that I, shit i put it in a frame and put it yeah, on my wall. yeah, yeah. well like yeah a- as one does when you buy records <laughs> from whole foods obviously yeah like the true collectors <laughs> yes 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 the how I mean I like I mentioned with Joey I or the idea that I ripped off from Joey is that I just compile them into you know I, I use Apple Music as opposed to Spotify which is the same thing but it's not the same thing I just like the user interface better just works with all I just miss audio can we just talk this become an audio podcast RIP audio um, <laughs> yeah that was so good yeah because there's a, there's a, I mean I envy the new release section of Spotify because like the Apple Music new it's release. all hip hop singles so you're not missing much I know it's true I guess Apple Music is the same way where they're just like you know I mean sometimes I look I'm like oh Anderson Puck like I am familiar with you I'll listen to the record I'm like oh it's not bad it's not bad but uh yeah but anyways he, but side note he was on SNL and played drums oh really yeah it was interesting and he reps Oxnard hard which is funny yeah that's the name of his new record so like all the Oxnard hardcore kids are stoked I guess. Wait, what's the background with this person? I don't know. It's his second record, and he's just a really big hip hop dude. But like, it's from Oxnard, and is Nard- I don't even know if he's from he's Oxnard. Nard- I don't know. Nardcore? If he's, yeah, he's. I don't think he's Nardcore. No one's like, Nardcore that's not from Oxnard. I know, <laughs> but I, I don't know why he named his record Oxnard. So that's like a pretty Put specific. Ox- Put Oxnard on the map. Yeah, Does he exactly. like talk about in, fucking in ill control. Repute or yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it ill repute? That's their yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. That's the origin of yeah. Well, it's the log thirteen too. Let's not forget. The- <laughs> it's like ill repute. In control and uh, 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 the Warriors. No, they're the Tatchby. Warri- yeah, Tatchby. That's the High Desert, bro. Yeah. There's one that's going to drive me crazy. That, that <laughs> it'll come to you in like an hour. Yeah, well, I'm just going to yell it out in the middle of you giving your number one. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> thank God. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. But I found myself listening to. I mean, obviously, with the fact that I can my day job exists in podcasts, and I consume. I probably could say I consume 80 percent podcast, 20 percent music. Um, which is crazy, but the, like I did, I only find myself listening to music. Like when I work now, like when I, you know, driving or whatever, it's always Mm -hmm. podcast or when I'm doing like my morning walks and stuff. But I found the records that I gravitated to where it's just gravitated towards. were all just like vibes. Like I like the feeling that I get with certain records. Um, and like whether or not I found them to like, you know, like I would stand on a street corner and argue with a person. We're just like, why don't you have the, I don't know. People would be like, why don't you have the Janelle Monet record on your, it's like, I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. It's like, that's fine. But it's like the, the records that I put on my list would be like, Oh yeah. They just fit that particular vibe. Or, I mean, I hate to use the word season of my life. Like, you know, that those couple months where it's just like, that's like the only record I listen to. Sure. And like, I mean, did you, did you guys get, I guess, kind of obsessed with records where it's just like, you keep going back to that over like a certain period of time where you're just like, I can't stop listening to it. Well, like a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But this record or this year was weird because about 
probably like September-ish, I was like, man, this year has been really rough. Like, there's not a ton of records I'm liking. Like, I don't know. Like, how am I going to come up with 10? I start, and I've, I already have like a list of records I like in my phone. I was like, I guess I should start to put together like, what will be my top 10? And by the time I was done, I had 13 records. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay, so maybe it's not that bad. I think the issue is there's just none that were like immediately jumped out at me. Right. But there are records like there seems to be, a, I think, a lot of older records. Like it's it's not like a, you know, last half of the year heavy mm-hmm. kind of thing where I think a lot of times it's like the records that come out like, you know, September, October, it's like they're so fresh mm-hmm. that those yeah, are the ones the that rec- stick with the me. recency bias. But yeah, there's yeah. a lot of records that I like keep going back to sure. that are the ones that made my list. Sure. I'm so excited to tell you about YouTube music. You've probably been there, right? Hanging around late at night, just bouncing around YouTube, finding some rad stuff. And there is so much to discover there. You can spend hours exploring new songs and artists. And now there is the YouTube music app to make everything so much easier. It is a music streaming service combining everything you'd expect from the beautiful, beautiful magic of YouTube. And it brings it all to life. It makes it super easy to find the music you're listening for. Albums, singles, music videos, live performances, even covers and remixes. You don't know the song's name? Search by the lyrics. It's that easy. The app gives you recommendations based on taste, location, and time of day. You can easily find the music trending around you no matter where you are. And with YouTube Music Premium, it's even better. You can get ad-free music that plays with the screen off or while using other apps. Enjoy your music wherever you want it, even when you're offline. Download the new YouTube Music app today and start a free 30-day trial. Then enjoy music for just $9.99 per month. Terms and restrictions, of course, apply. But YouTube Music, it's all here. The app is so, so awesome. I've been using it, and I love it. Okay? Now, on with the show. Well, uh, shall we dive in? Let's do it. Let's do. Do you want to do your number 10, Joey? And then you can uh, toss it around, and we can ping pong around like we usually do? My number 10 was the one I literally... I was going back and forth between two records, and I kind of at the very... Sitting here, realized this record's been kind of in my mix Mm -hmm. all year, and I just couldn't imagine my list without it and that would be super chunk what a time to be alive it's a good record i haven't listened to it it's super chunk like i'm the most poser super chunk fan where i have not really listened to any of their old records yeah they put out a record like i don't know it was like five or six years ago and i was like oh so this is who the get up kids ripped off like that's that's super majesty or whatever i know yeah yeah that record was fucking great and then the next one i was like oh i don't need this in one but this one is like it's it's like all about Trump. Like it's just like it's. I mean, it's not like you know an uber like punk record, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a punk record that's just pissed about Trump, and it's fucking good and catchy and like I gotta listen to it. It's super good. Yeah, super Chunk to me is is a band like Guided by Voices or something yeah. like that where it's like there's where there's just so much material yeah. that I'm like I'm like I don't like I like there's Guided by Voices records that I found that I like and I 
go back to them, but I'm like, to celebrate, like yeah. it's so well, hard. It, like, it becomes impenetrable. Like that. Yeah. They might be giants as another band where it's just like, I mean, yeah, and they example. have done like one of my coworkers. So it's like, he's not a music head by any stretch of the imagination. He likes weird Al and they might be giants. And I was like, yeah, I know, which is so random, but I was like, dude, put me together like an essential playlist of right. maybe giants. And so then that way it seems more digestible. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Ch- I mean, all those bands are a prime example of like, well, how does a 16 year old kid reckon with super chunk? Here's, yeah. here's 16 records. Well, like, enjoy. And so I went back like when that, uh, the two, whatever that record was called from a few years ago, like after that, I was like, Oh my God, this is my new favorite band. I would go back and I bought a bunch of records Never listen to them. Right. I've, I, I now have sold all of them. I don't have any of them. I love yeah. that, dude. I now have two Super Chunk records. Right. And the, I don't the care. essential ones for yeah. you. The, yeah. The, the, the modern Super Chunk records. And they're like, they're both awesome. And this one, but I mean, it's like, I haven't listened to it as much recently because it, I think it came out like February or March. Yeah, it came out really and, early And uh, as I was putting together my list, I started listening to it again. And it was just like, man, the, like it's just hard for me to not put it on there. Cause it's probably been, it was like at one point it was like, this is my favorite record of the year. Like, right. Like number one. So the staying power is more meaningful. Yeah. So I, I feel confident having that in my number 10, you know, it is an interesting talking point would be that with this, with liking a band who has a extensive catalog, not ever being a fan, but then getting into them with a new record. Like that's not a weird thing, you mm-hmm. know, like that, that's off often like the person's gateway, but I'll bet more often than not that in those situations you gravitate towards a new record because it's like it sounds modern and it's and it's like well produced, recorded, produced exactly. really well. And then you might find that their very first record is also a banger. And then you kind of get lost in the middle because mm-hmm. you're like, there's a lot of like it, it was modern for that time. It's not so modern now. Right. Like that sort of stuff. I don't I, I would imagine that's pretty common. Well, oh, absolutely. so recently, what is this? Big tangent, uh, but I like posted on Facebook because I people like Nick Cave was, came to LA and a bunch of people posted like live videos. And I was like, oh man, this looks awesome! Like I don't know anything about Nick Cave. I was like, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Where do I start? Oh, I remember that. And posting about that. I literally got <laughs> every single person gave me a different, different record. record. And it's yeah, like, yeah. nope, nope. And then so someone made me a playlist. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, and that's awesome. Like that's I think what you kind of have to do when there's someone with that body of work when it's like. Yeah, you're okay. like, oh, so do I listen to all of his side projects like, too? Yeah, exactly. And I'm people were throwing out side yeah, projects. Yeah, yeah. Grinderman, like, listen to Grinderman. You're like, it's, it's the birthday it, party, right? Like, it's the best thing Nick Cave has ever done. You're like, so oh. I was just like, I like, I don't know where to start. And it was like, kind of like my thing was like, I turned thirty, I can listen to Bell and Sebastian now. And it was like, Bell and Sebastian's kind of easy because there's like, and I always forget the other name of the record because. But there's Boy with the Arab Strap and If You're t- Feeling Sinister and Tiger Milk. Those three are kind of entertaining. And it's like, yeah, yeah. but it's like they have so many records, but it's like you start there. Those are kind of like the universal, like, mm, well yeah. and then you can like spread out from there. Right. Totally. Whereas like, I mean, I, even with like Super Chunk, when I got into, oh God, what's that record? Magic something. Yeah, something Magic. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I got a bunch of different answers of like where to go next. And oh, it was yeah. just like. Uh, I don't have time. For no, that. there's no uh, uh, music. Weirdly, is subjective. <laughs> it's so weird how that happens. And then you could be like, "Oh yeah, this is the essential record." Even it's like you could even look at certain, uh, you know, whatever, like Misfits, Descendants, like those sort of bands. People, you're going to still have people pointing to you, just like, "Oh yeah, dude, Earth AD or, or nothing else." And you're just like, "What? No, like there's other stuff." Yeah, and so it's yeah, it's difficult. But I feel like if like living in the era we're living in, like. 
if you've never heard Super Chunk, I feel like this new record is a great place to start. Might as well. I'll listen to it. I highly recommend Especially it. Especially if it's anti-Trump. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, that's like the whole, what the whole record's about. Yeah. yeah. And they've always had, uh, I mean, they've always had political undercurrents. Like there's yeah. always been a song or two about like, you know, obviously when Bush was in office, like they would throw a song or two on a record, but yeah. Like super really, pro Bush. Yeah. It's just like, you know, we're really, really glad that. <laughs> oh, this is a pro, tr- I'm sorry. This is a pro Trump, Trump record. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah, clear yeah. about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to throw it to Joey. Uh, right. Okay. My number 10 record is the Foxing record, Nearer My God. So I, if I remember, I put their record, whatever, that maybe 2014, 2015, I put their record on uh, the year and less, and you guys were both like, cool, never listen to it. Never never will listen to the band. Little has changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's okay. It's totally fine. Um, I know a lot of people like that band. They are, yeah, they're just such a weird band because they went from like being this sort of like, you know, really sort of prototypical like Midwest emo band. And like this record is just like, you know what? What? I did listen to the first song on this record. Yeah. Because someone said it was really good. Sound like Portugal the Man. Oh, that's actually an apt comparison. I never, I don't listen to Portugal the Man even for a second. As in like their older stuff, I assume. Not the stuff that now sounds like no. Walk the Moon. It sounded like that new, well, I got stuff. The, like whatever that massive song on the radio, like that's what I heard. Oh. Because that song to me sounds like that happy song from Pharrell. <laughs> From from trolls or whatever. What's it? No, um, um, isn't the the feet the happy penguin, feet the penguin movies? Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, happy feet. I think that was uh, done no. by the director of uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh. There you go. The important <laughs> thing is the happy song from Pharrell is is my nightmare. It's actually my least favorite song ever recorded by yeah, yeah. anyone. It's ever. Pretty, it it's pretty up there. It's the most. My upsetting son, song my seven-year-old son hates that song too he's really yeah, good yeah, yeah. For respect him. well because he, he understands where it's just like yeah he's like this isn't this isn't very good this is being shoved down my throat it's like yeah dude you don't need to like it yeah it's very condescending yeah yeah <laughs> I, what if i don't want to be happy right now exactly but this boxing record is just so weird like every single video that they did well they've done like two videos they, nothing makes sense about the band where it's like, I didn't go see them when they came through. So I don't know how much like at their stage show, but basically it just seems like a really weird, but yet accessible art project where their songs, like one song can sound like Prince. Another song can sound like the national, like it's all over the place. And the fact that triple crown is being like here, like here's a lot of money and here's a lot of experimentation. It's just, I just really like, I was already primed to like the record, but then listening to it, I was just like, God, this is like so insanely ambitious. And they had a clear vision on it too. People seem to like it. I need to take time with that band. I've seen them. I saw them with Me Without You on their first record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, wow, there's a lot of stuff happening and I'm intrigued. And they have like horn players and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this is like different. And I like that it's different, but... I just like, I don't know if I just haven't had the attention. Yeah, there's a lot. And like I said, the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different things that stress us out, right? Like maybe it's something really, really small, like, man, that parking space, it's always taken. And I wish that I would be able to like get it instead of, you know, this person that maybe, you know, is the most courteous and considerate. I know that's something very random, but it's true. We all experience different things throughout the day that trigger us in so many different ways. And there are many times where I have been like, I wish that I had a a spot or a repository for me to, you know, get this stuff off of my chest. Because if you bottle it up, that is no bueno. 
And then all of a sudden you explode on a coworker or a friend or a family member being like, the parking spot. And people are like, what are you talking about? That is where therapy comes in. And I love working with BetterHelp because I'm a huge advocate for therapy, broadly speaking. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It is so easy because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you are not vibing with the therapist for any reason, you can switch it out at no additional charge. Get things off of your chest with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash Ray today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Ray. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council they do have there's if you thought they were a lot back then like this is even more like throwing you know mm-hmm. whatever r&b elements like there's frank ocean like there's just yeah. so many influences in there that you're just like but at the core of it is just like really really well written songs mm-hmm. so i really like it before we move on i had a yes. thought that i meant to say before we started our list that's but, fine um i think this is the first year where I genuinely don't know, maybe aside from a couple records, oh, what is on lists. either of your lists. And I feel like there aren't any records that I can think of that are like, like guaranteed to be on our list. There's only one that I thought of. That's on my list that I was like, okay, I'm fairly certain that'll be on like at least one. I'm sure we're going to have a couple crossovers. Yeah, yeah. In a world where everyone is confined to their homes, society begins its largest bin watch to date. In the hallowed library of Hulu, or perhaps on a shelf of DVDs you haven't looked at in a decade, is a show that perfectly encapsulates life in the early aughts and launched a friendship that would inspire millions. Hi, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. In 2001, we starred in Scrubs, a sitcom that revealed a glimpse of what it was like to survive a medical internship. As Turk and JD, we explored guy love. Nearly 20 years later, a lot has changed. We're not supermen, but we're still best friends. Eh. Given the mandatory lockdown, there's no better time to relive the series that brought us together in the first place. And we're doing it with a podcast. That's right, people. We're going to bring friends and crew members and fellow cast members and writers. And and guess what? We're going to even invite some of you 
to call into the podcast and ask all the questions you want of the entire Sacred Heart staff. Join us for Fake Doctors, Real Friends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I... We'll see. We'll I know, see. but like, there's not. You know, what I mean, there's not like a national record. It's like, okay, this is yeah. All oh, here. obviously, Joey, but, yeah. <laughs> like, Jeremy are going to put this on here. Yeah. What's uh, what's your number ten? Uh, this one is definitely on your guys's list. Uh, the Die Hoffnung record. No. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> exactly. I was excited for this one. Uh, so Die Hoffnung is uh, the band featuring the brothers from I Hate Myself. Oh. oh. So they, yeah, so they, they, uh, for those listening, I hate myself as a screamo band that was on no idea mm-hmm. in like 20 years ago, you know, yeah, very long, very seven. Right? You will find like a copy of their LP at every used. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, those actually go for money. Those do they, go for they, really? Yeah. 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 They're actually like the 10 songs the, and the four the songs sided 12 inch. Yeah. 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 They have a, they put out a thing called 10 songs, uh, which was like one uh, or that was an actual LP. And then they did a, four song which was a one-sided yeah exactly one-sided and they're both like cardboard cover screen print things great fucking records such good records um but uh so they their band post i hate myself was called die hoffnung and they put out a a cd only on no idea in like the mid 2000s wow i had no idea and it's good oh gosh sorry that didn't mean to do that i had no idea (laughs) yeah you're fine uh so i mean they put out one and it was a cd only thing and like no one would have thought anything else would come of that and then it just came across my radar that they put out a record this year and i was like whoa what um not on no idea it's like some small label that there's like a out of germany right so yeah it might be (laughs) right um and uh yeah it's just like a of course like cardboard cover screen print thing whatever um but uh i don't want to totally speak out of turn i haven't done enough research into this but the the not brother member passed away oh so these songs were recorded over the last x amount of years and they finally just like put it out or whatever but it's really fucking good. It's nice. there's like a lot of elements of like slow core, like codeine, Juno 44, right. yeah, yeah. like that. There's a lot of that in it, but then there's also just like really discordy sounding like songs in it, like very discord records. Like that's cool, but, but like not your, you know, not, not the obvious like, Oh, it sounds like Fugazi, like more like it sounds like kerosene 454 or like right. that era stuff. Sure. And, and it's a really, really fun record. So it's called the uh, elegies and creation songs. Okay. Um, I'm intrigued. It's I, a, it's a good record. I think both of you would enjoy it if, because I'm assuming you were both like, I hate myself at least at one point in your life. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, nice. there's, cool. there's, there's one you can do your number nine. Uh, my number nine is a uh, hop along, bark your head off dog. It's a good record. Yeah. Good I record. didn't spend enough time with it though. That's what, this is a record that I know I liked a lot and I came back to, and there's, there's one or two songs on the record that I would say is like two of the best songs the band has ever written. Mm-hmm. It's like the first song and the last song, the last song in the record is one of my favorite songs of the year for sure. Um, but like when I was going through like what records came out this year and then I was like, Oh, the hop along record. Like that's oh, like, I, uh, I enjoyed yeah. that record so much when it came out that, it should be somewhere on my list. So like that's to say that I hadn't listened to it as much in these last couple months, but yeah. I can't disregard the impact that it had on me when it originally and came I lo- out. I, and I love like to, to me, those records, 
speak to you. Like when you actually look like at your playlist or whatever, and then you're just like, Oh God, like, of course this came out. Of course I'm going to put this on yeah. here. Right. See, I forgot that record came out and now uh, you're uh, regretting. No, I don't think it would have made my list, but I would have, I maybe would have listened to it more. Yeah. Revisited totally. it and been like, I just remember not liking it. I liked it, but not as, I love that last record so much mm-hmm. and not enjoying it. Uh, as much, but and for some reason, I just it kind of slipped my mind. Sure, hmm. but yeah, it's okay. Uh, maybe I'll go revisit it. Yeah, it's that's what that's what these lists are for. And what's that? <laughs> you know, I hate to say that, like you know, I feel like to an average music listener, a lot of people don't get to the last song in a record before they've made up their mind on an album, or maybe they do think they like the record, but they maybe haven't really spent a lot of time with the B side of an album. You know, um, and to that, I would say. Just make sure you listen to the last song in the record. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. So, uh, yeah. Um, Ray. Number nine. Number nine. <clears throat> My number nine is the literal sweatshirt that you are wearing currently, the Drug Church Cheer mm-hmm. record. I, I've i always liked Drug Church, mm-hmm. but, like, <clears throat> it was always one of those things where it just, you know, it felt like a, you know, a Patrick project where it's just like, okay, here's the thing that, like, you yeah. know, he takes seriously, but not to the extent where it's like, okay, I feel like I need to invest like my time and effort into this. I'm just always like, cool, man, another yeah. church record. Awesome. This is the record where it's just like, oh, man, I see what you've been building over time. Yeah. And I just saw I just saw him, I don't know, whatever, three-way, I say him. Like, it's, <laughs> I saw Ch- him. Do you go to the chain show? No, I went to, uh, I was randomly in Phoenix. I was going to say, I was at the chain show. You no, I, not there. I, was re- I, I, I was still in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I just, I love... I love the record. It's so much. It's fun. It's fun. It's poppy. It's aggressive. Um, watching it live just kind of cemented it in there for me where I'm like, yeah, this record is really, really good. And it's one of those things where it's funny because, you know, I, you know, the band's doing well, like the band's, you know, touring well, like there's more people coming to shows and stuff like that. And, you know, it's random that it's on pure noise because obviously a lot of people look at pure noise and be like, oh, why are they putting out this record? But like, you know, it's they toured with stories so far enough times that it right. just <laughs> fell into place. <laughs> but it's like, it's funny because there's no, like most records that come out on pure noise would not be on any lists as far as like critical acclaim is concerned. Well, they're doing but the thing that they're doing the thing that rise records did where they put out a bunch of stuff for little children and now yeah. they're now they're like oh now we need to put out yeah credible stuff or like hardcore stuff totally and so it's like yeah this drug church record is you know it's on like stereo gums list or whatever and i'm like there's no way that almost <laughs> almost almost knocked over the water again, again. Like, yeah. but yeah there's no way that a pure noise record would ever appear on like any of these these critical critically acclaimed lists mm-hmm. yeah i just love that record fun fact this was the record i was debating between for my number 10 oh yeah. I really enjoy this record. See, I th- yeah, I thought it was going to, this is a record I thought was going to yeah. be in someone else's list, but I love it because it's, uh, the band is the music for this band has consistently been great, consistently mm-hmm. been catchy, consistently all those things. Um, but, uh, he would not begrudge me for saying this. Pat is success deterrent. Yeah. <laughs> like his, his vocals are yeah. very hard to digest for a average music listener. Totally. You it's know, like, tr- try me. Yeah. Try to try to get into this. And I, and I, and I don't, I'm, I assume he did the same thing again where he, uh, probably recorded all the vocals in like two days or something like that. And, yeah. and like with, uh, with their other records, you could kind of hear, Oh, his voice is extra blown out in this song and right. it's not as blown out in this song kind of a thing. And, um, I think that could make some of the records suffer, but this one, um, you can hear there's a lot of vocal production on it. Yep. Um, which, he also, I think, would be very candid, being like, "Oh yeah, they audited I mean, the shit out of me." And yeah. there's a bunch of like 
maybe not a bunch, but I read some like interviews and stuff where like they call like the going, this is like they're going for it record. Right. Oh, for sure. Know. Well, they, they saw, I mean, there's every opportunity to have them lean into that. Now we're just like, okay, well we're working this label that has the, the resources. Yeah. Try new shit. Why not? Dude? Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. And so, but it's cool because it's still like, uh, obviously we all know Patrick very well. So it's like, but you still, you, you still hear him. You're oh, just, absolutely. Yeah. The lyrics on the record are so, so good. So great. Yeah. The, I remember listening to this, uh, in the van, uh, in Europe and the song where he's like, uh, when it just gets quiet and he's like, throw your sister's boyfriend down the stairs and everyone just fucking lost their mind laughing. Totally. That's one of the best songs on the record. If not, that's probably my favorite song on the record. Such a good record. Um, Joey, what's your number nine? My number nine is Lucy Dacus historian. And, uh, this record is great. Um, it's low. It probably could have been higher if I came out a while ago, if I spent more time with it, but I honestly didn't really, I listened to it. And then once the boy genius stuff came out, her voice just stood out to me so much and like seeing her live. And it just was like, why am I not listening to this record? Yeah. That I went back to it and it was just like, holy shit, like this record's incredible. Like there's so much like, I still haven't listened to it for that. For, it's for no other reason other than just like, I'm like, Oh, she, I need yeah. to spend time with it. I, she I, does, I need to listen to it. Like, I don't own it on, I need to buy it on vinyl. That's what I need to do. She yep. does. So it's, it's such as an interesting record where it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, singer songwriter indie rock like yeah like i mean there's a song that kind of sounds like manchester orchestra like like it's like heavier rock band. songs yeah, yeah like it's, oh, it's okay. just it's awesome and there's something about her voice that like it's just it's like real soothing i don't know i just it's got that classic voice it's like very you know like it of modern it's you know like angel olsen like that sort of like like the 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 bassier sort of that kind of voice yeah. that it's it's yeah, i'm with you it's it's very soothing yeah I, I really enjoy it and this is also the moment where i'll talk because i did not put the boy genius record on my list because it's an ep i don't know if i'm, I'm with you as well well i broke the fucking <laughs> I know. it's okay we understand um but that's i mean the, the boy genius record would have made my list but. by the way that's not what makes me brave I, it'll be something else <laughs> um, i thought i that was my guess on your braveness but but yeah i mean if you've listened to boy genius you should listen to this record because i think you will enjoy it not to not to fucking it's not worth you know it's whatever it's i i did a talk house thing about boy genius about like super groups in general and how um, they always look good on paper, but rarely do they ever right. work. <laughs> prove right. right. Do exactly. they, they prove the paperwork. Yeah, exactly. Like usually it's, it's like you can kind of hear when it feels either phoned in or like, it's very like one specific member of that band heavy, you know, where you're like, Oh, it just sounds like blah, blah, blah. Right. But like the boy gene, you know, the boy genius record, uh, it, it's, it's great for a whole lot of reasons. But one of the things I talk about is one of the pros of a, one of the things that I think is a pro of a super group is it exposes you potentially to an artist that you're not familiar with. Like I was already on board with Julian and Phoebe Bridgers, like super on board. Couldn't be more on board, but I didn't know her material very well. I remember you were, I think the first person to ever tell me about her. Um, when you talked about the, this, I remember you telling me about this tour that just happened with the three of them, um, last year yeah, or something like that. Like this has been in the works for a really long time. Right. That tour that just happened. Yeah. And and I remember you telling me like, oh, it's supposed to be Julian, Phoebe, and Lucy uh, Stakis, right? Yeah. And uh, and I remember being like, I don't know who that is. And you're like, oh, she's really good. Because she put out a record on like a small Richmond label called Egg Hunt and then signed a Matador on the Matador, released it. Right. And that record's really good. 
but like this record is just like blows it out of the water. Right. So this is, so this is that it's like her, I feel like this is like her coming out party almost. Okay. So yeah, yeah, this, we this have to put is some resources behind this in order to make this as big as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, yeah, this is like the thing that it, that like one of the pros that a super group does where it, yeah, it exposes new people to, to an artist. And I think that this that maybe is, doesn't have the same, that ha- doesn't have the same quote unquote level of recognition. Exactly. Whereas yeah. like Phoebe and Julian have been on top of the world for the last two years, totally. three or Julian three. So like, yeah, it's, it's cool for her to like now have this. So like that being said, I need to buy the record on vinyl. Yeah. Sit with it. You obviously same yeah, thing. Yeah, I, same thing. Yeah, you guys should. There you go. Cool. Uh, my number eight. Yes. Yeah. I think that's why we're Wait. bouncing back to me right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always go. fuck this up. Yeah. We're about it. Raise the cop. Yeah, who tells us we're doing it wrong. <laughs> Keep you guys on the line. <laughs> to raise a cop. Uh, my number eight is uh, Courtney Marie Andrews. May your kindness remain. <laughs> Joey, he, I could make up 70% of his list with female singer songwriters. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, you probably wouldn't be familiar with her, but you would be. Oh, uh, all of the female vocals on Jimmy World Invented. Uh, oh, is her. Oh, she toured around that record with them. I wow. So okay. because of that, like I went to that tour and like that. Well, side note: that Jimmy World record is so underrated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, basically everything after uh, Clarity is underrated. <laughs> well, no one ever talk talk. I know. You know, no, the I know. Futures is great and Bleed American Ball, but yeah, invented. Yeah, yeah. That's a, the the secret Jimmy World record that everyone should listen to. But <laughs> let's just we'll just cut yeah. this side of the room off. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of like knew who she was because of that, and she put out a record a couple years ago that was cool, and then this one came out. I picked it up, and it's. I mean, I think there's part of my life where all I want is Rilo Kylie to be a band again. Yes, yep. so you're searching for, her. and so. <laughs> She's definitely falls in line with like, like country, but it's like, Oh, it's like Casey Musgraves. I'm just kidding. I almost made my list. Whew. Sorry. Thank, thank God it didn't. <laughs> that was played so much in the touche van and there's songs on the record that I admit. I'm like, okay, yeah, the song it's is good. Bad. And then there's songs that are just straight bad pop music that right. I can't hang I want to put my yeah. face. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I totally agree guys. <laughs> Anyways, but we'll cut this side of the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's definitely like country influence, but it like, it reminds me of like, I hear like a little Rilo Kylie in it where I'm just like, Oh, I need more of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to lean in, but this. it's like that country that's like, Hey, look, like I'm indie rock people like me. Yeah. Kinda. Jason Isbell. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. And it's just, I mean, she's got a great voice. The, the record is awesome. Um, okay. I highly recommend it. She's very good live. Those are good. Those are good. Do you, good points. are you a Nico case fan? Uh, Nico cases we could throw, uh, that's another one of those people, like right? Nico case impenetrable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you? so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're a fan. I like Nico case. Yes. Uh, I'm with you. I've always looked I feel like at, I would love it. Um, her new record, it's called hell on. Um, Ashley loves Nico case. And so like having the epitaph helping out, like, we have all the records on vinyl and stuff like that and like a you know we'll put them on now and then but the newest record uh i mean if you're looking for things that are Rather adjacent yeah to stuff jenny lewis has done or whatever like i'm granted i mean it feels like wrong to say to, to like because they've both been yeah active musicians yeah. forever with her new pornographers everything or she's been doing records forever but uh there are songs on this new record specifically i can speak to as someone who's listened to a bunch being like Oh, this is very much that you would have a great time. That's good. You time. will have a great time. You will have a, I like having a good time. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, this record's great. It came out on Fat Possum and actually like a sub label of Fat Possum. So it gets out there. It's oh okay, you can find it. Yeah, um, not not just yeah. released on Bandcamp. No, <laughs> but yeah, um, and everyone should listen to Jimmy World Invented. Boom, moving. <laughs> Jeremy number eight. Uh, my number eight is uh, the Portrayal of Guilt record. The uh, Let My Pain Be Your Guide record. Love it. It, it, it the only I, I, I was torn. I mean, because the records are like what eighteen minutes long. Like, I mean, it's so short. It's yeah. But do you need a record? Do you no, need a I band like that I, no, 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 to no. be longer? I, I don't. Yeah. It, but it just it it tore me into two different camps where I was just like, I love this record so much. And then I was just like, but it's I, like, yeah, whatever. But anyway, I'm, I'm with you. It just barely. It, I did not put it on my list. But I that was one of those records that also made like my outside list, but didn't make I, the cut. Admittedly, very rarely listen to super aggressive music anymore. I feel like it. It, t- it takes something to like grab me and be like, "Fuck!" Right. And every year, I feel like there's maybe one or two records that do that. They might not make my list, but like I like them. You know, like mm-hmm. the Full Hell record a couple of years ago. I like I like that record a lot. Oh yeah. But um, it wasn't on my list. I don't think. No. I but like so. this record. As soon as I heard, it, I was like, like I, you know, been going to bat for this band a long time. I feel like you and Clayton yeah. in like the same week posted about the seven inch when that originally came out. And, um, it's like all in our wheelhouses. Right. And we, yeah. and we put them on our shows in Texas on our headlining tour. So I got to see them live and I was like, okay, this band's super good. And then this record is just like, I mean, it, it speaks to the like very little amount of like even like black metal that I like, like, which is very slim. Like I could take in small doses and like, this is the small enough dose for me to be like, yes, I can like this. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously like majority rule yeah. in it, which they've always had. And, and they even tracked with the vocalists, right? And any band yeah. that sounds like that yeah. I'm in, um, it's hyper aggressive. It's all, it's all those things. So like, and it's just a fucking awesome, fun, pissed, pissed off record that, uh, I, I've, I can like listen to on my turntable, pick up the needle, get through side a within nine minutes, yeah. side B nine minutes, and then just like put it on again. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. it could just, I could listen to it and over like, and over with like a records like that. That's what I want. I don't want to like this yeah, you don't need a slog minute. of yeah, a yeah, yeah, like yeah. mosh part. And, right. You know, yeah. And I, do, I want to get I, in and get out. And if I want to get back in, like you let's do it. it. And I, I must, I'll always, always be a sucker for, for records that sound like one continuous piece of music yeah. where like the songs are stitched together the so well, yeah, the trans, yeah. like I'm a sucker for transitions. So like, uh, well, that, that, that I love it. I mean, it, they, they add atmosphere and texture to where it's not just like you're bludgeoned for 19 straight minutes. It's like, here's a minute and a half of bludgeoning. Here's 15 seconds that will, you know, usher you into the next bludgeoning. And- right. Exactly. Like, uh, there's there's certain like hyper aggressive bands that you could listen to and be like be like it's just like song after song after song after song where it's just so aggressive all the time where you're like yeah yeah I like this but like I'm really kind of burnt out after like song six yeah I'm tired right I'm tired but like yeah portrait this portrayal of guilt record yeah there's like those moments of like yeah. atmosphere or like weird or like the part that sounds like a bunch of dudes just throwing up for like yep yeah. for like ten seconds you're like this is uncomfortable but like yeah it's taking me away from just the yeah, stuff. Yeah. So love that. Record. It's a great record. Yep. Am I passing this now? Hey, number eight. Yeah. This is a record that I know will be on zero of your radars. <laughs> uh, Casey tri- Musgraves. Tri- yeah. <laughs> Tribulation. You guys familiar with that band? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm familiar. They, okay. They, they put out, uh, so fuck you, Ray. <laughs> okay. 
okay. we listen to music. I know you listen to music. So yeah, the record's called Down Below. Uh, Ask if I have a copy of it. How do you have a? Do you have a copy of it? I do. Really? Burn. Oh. Well, this sounds Dude, like I thought you just said burn. Burn. Like I was like, you have a CDR. CDR. Burn a copy. Burn. That's what I was yeah. like. Whoa. I got a. I got a CD tower. I burned seven copies yeah, yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, this is a record that Nicole would for sure love. If you played it for, I have not. Okay, but uh, anyways, whatever. They're, I think it's their third record. That's their second on Century Media. Um, be, it, it, a, Century Media. Century Media. Yeah. Basically, it's like this. For me, it's a perfect. Yeah, Century Media. Shout, <laughs> shout outs with the old labels. Um, it's a perfect combination of like it has that whole like sort of like. Uh, you know, rock and roll. Uh, de- like I wouldn't compare it to Entombed as far as like the aggressiveness aggressiveness of it. Um, it's growled vocals, uh, but it, it just has that like occult horror thing going on. Like you know, the dudes wear they don't wear full corpse paint, but they're like you know they honestly this is maybe a bad comparison, but they look kind of like him did when they first started oh. to come to the States. I know bad comparison, but just I like, just sold my copy, but like, you know, they, whatever they have like little, like the, the, more makeup. Yeah. They kind of, they like not full caked on makeup, but it's like, you know, they, he made himself look paler. Oh, so yeah. Not like makeup, like corpse. My paint. chemical romance. Oh, sure. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. brought my copy back. Thanks, right? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like panic at the disco in a way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Joey's, Joey's bought 17 copies now. Uh, but yeah, the record is awesome. It's just, it, it ticks all of my, I mean, the songs are like five, five and a half minutes long. Um, just super catchy. Uh, reminds me a lot of also Catatonia, which is a band that I know that neither of you, well, you kind of like Catatonia. Um, as in like that status records band. No, that's Krakatoa. <laughs> well, no, there's no, 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 no you're, uh, Ka- Ka- no, that's Krakatoa. No, 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 no. no, no. It's no. the homage to Cat- homage homage Catalonia. Oh, yo, that shit is tight. Oh yeah. Cat, uh, Cad was the vocalist of homage to Catalonia. That shit yeah. was very good. That was a but good Krakatoa. EP. That was an EP. They hit a full length too. Yeah. Full length. Too. Oh yeah. The full length came out on second nature. I think. I don't know. We yeah. just lost everybody. No, we was listening yeah, to this well, especially Krakatoa, vocalist of Harvest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. Anyways, um, you, brought, you brought him back with Harvest. No, that's, that's questionable. <laughs> you brought the one. I, lo- I love you, Dave, but that's questionable. Um, but yeah, anyways, Tribulation, spectacular record for anybody looking for you know metalish stuff. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's as I'm a very casual like yeah. metal fan, right? And there's enough going on, and it's interesting enough. It's not just like one note. Like, no, man. Yeah. yeah. Rah, 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 Oh no, no, it's no. like there's so there's a lot verses and choruses. Yeah, and, like yeah. it's done really well. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you like that yeah. record. So awesome. Fuck off, right? I know. Well, I will fuck <laughs> right you're off, a, Joey. You're a cop. <laughs> yeah, the, you don't need the theme eat. of this is raise a cop. <laughs> I was going to say you don't you don't need to lean on that in any capacity. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, now that we you've all done your eights, now I'm doing my seven. Right? I think. Okay. Yeah. I am incredibly excited to talk to you about Robinhood, which, what is that? It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. So even if you are a stock market newcomer, you can invest for the first time with true confidence. While other brokerages charge you up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood does not charge commission fees, which means you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Or if you're on the web, you can view stock collections like the 100 most popular, as well as sectors like entertainment and social media, and more curated categories like female CEOs. Plus, you can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed. I love Robinhood. I had always heard about it, started to play around with it and sample it, did a few trades, and I was like, man, this is super easy. Uh, I've always respected the stock market as far as uh, people who you know do trades and stuff like that, and uh, Robinhood makes it absolute 
absolutely so, so easy. I love it so much. But what you need to do is Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at words.robinhood.com. That's words.robinhood.com. Get that free stock, okay? Try it out. It's awesome. Now, here's the rest of our show. Number seven is the Halloween soundtrack. Did you guys listen to that? Uh, like I saw the, the movie. I saw the movie. I mean, yeah, okay. like it's, it's John Carpenter doing Yeah, John Carpenter, his son. Well, yeah, John Carpenter, his son. So is Trent Reznor involved in this? And Trent Reznor did a... Like a remix? A re- him and Atticus Ross. Not did, like, on it's not on the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, basically it was just like Sacred Bones, the label. Like they just did a limited edition 12-inch and yeah, it was so good. But... The re- so I saw John Carpenter last year, and it was unbelievable. It was, I saw him at the Grove. I mean, there was like, I don't know, there wasn't that many people there. but <laughs> Really? Like, I would think that would be packed. Yeah, I, I think. When we signed St. Clown Posse there, there were so many people. There were so many people there. Still one of the best shows we've ever seen. That's, That's so good. funny. But, uh, but he like has like the projector where he like his, the scores go along with the scores of the movies. Exactly. And, stuff. Oh, and he, play, cool. he plays with his son, uh, which is cool. And then he plays with uh, the, guitar, uh, the guitarist who also did the, uh, it's like j- something Davies, where he was like a bunch of stoner rock bands like traveled in like the whole high desert caius queens of the stone age karma to burn like anyways but this soundtrack is so good because basically they uh, they reimagined a lot of the songs from you know what previous halloweens but then just composed you know like 18 or 19 new songs it just uh like when it came out what was it maybe like a month or so before the movie's release it was just like it was all i could listen to just because not only did it get me excited for the movie but i was just like this is just so cool that, you know, John Carpenter's like mid seventies and just yeah. killing it touring and being like, Hey son, you want to like write music together? It's like, when does that happen? So yeah. cool. I know the answer is yes, but I'm going to pretend like it's not. Did you listen to the Halloween podcast? Halloween mass? Yeah. Oh, oh so good. Oh, so good. Every ad you heard in there, I sold that. Good job, right? <laughs> Thank you. I fast forwarded all of them. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, you're, you're already, you're, you're already a demographic that's heavily advertised to in podcasts. So you're fine. Uh, anyway, so that was my number seven. I had to put up, if I did not have a soundtrack, I would have left. Top ten, I know I would have left too. Um, all right. Number seven, Jeremy. Uh, my number seven is alkaline trio. Is this thing cursed? Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Oh, wow. Um, best record from this band since Crimson. Is this your, is this your brave? Is it, are you being brave with this? This No, no, no. no. This is, this is just speaking facts. Okay. Mm. Um, would you disagree that this is their best record since Crimson? I think, uh, agony and irony is criminally underrated aside from, uh, the couple really bad songs that are on it. But we recently had this conversation, didn't we? Probably. Like, I just think, (laughs) Agony and Irony has some of the best Alkaline Trio songs. Well, I disagree with that, but I'll I'll say that I hated Agony and Irony um, without really realizing how bad this addiction is. Because like I, I, I made I, in my head for the last long time, I was like, this addiction is better than Agony and Irony. Then I revisited the two of them and I was like, wait a minute, there's actually some pretty good there's songs. Some, I mean, it's just like the like the love, love, kiss, kiss, like that. Oh, that is that's one of real bad. Yeah. But like over and out is probably my. I won't say top five, but maybe top ten favorite Alkaline Trio songs. Like but calling all is it calling all skeletons the first song? Like yeah, the song smokes. Like it's yeah. a great there's record. Some, there's some really good songs and on it. I would put is this thing cursed around that record? Um. Okay. There. I found myself listening to this album like I have not listened to an Alkaline Trio record since Crimson. That's, that's I guess, my fair for, for me Which, personally. Uh, 
I didn't, this record, Al Contrero is like my favorite, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. And this did not make my list, but I'm shocked by that. I didn't even know this record came, (laughs) which is so like, that sucks. Um, Uh, It's, I think it's fantastic. Like did Epitaph put it out? Epitaph put it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not marketed Um, to. (laughs) There's something about it that I just, like I listened to my shame is true more than this record. That's also surprising to me. When did that record come out? Jesus, maybe three, years ago. Like three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's like, a record I hardly listen to uh, at all. The, the problem is, and it's interesting. I was going to bring up Alkaline Trio later in the podcast. Yeah, oh, teaser. Uh, <laughs> but like, I'm just like their back catalog is where I live. Like, and so like a new record to me, it's like awesome. New Alkaline Trio, like cool. I'm going to listen to this, and I really like it. But like when I see them live and they play new songs, there's like now here's my question to you. What makes why do you celebrate new Jimmy world way more than you would new alkaline trio? Because I would think they're the both like not that they sound the same, but like you seem to have a love love exists in both. Exactly. This is might sound harsh because I love alkaline trio, but I feel like there i feel like it's just like kind of like paint by numbers when they put out a new record whereas like jimmy world i think does interesting stuff still like i think i mean jimmy world definitely feels like like they integrity blues like there's some weird ass shit on that record where it's like alkaline trio they were i don't know 12 songs Mm -hmm, something and it's like oh there's like 12 punk songs like these are cool like i enjoy this i enjoy having them in my life like I appreciate that. You feel like there's just more to take in with Jimmy world. Yeah. And like, okay. I appreciate that there's new alkaline trio in the world and that they continue to be a band. But if they were like, we're just going to tour for a while and not put out a new record, I'd be cool with that too. It's funny. So did, did I buy did you, three copies of it on vinyl? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you see them on, you saw them on this? Tour. Yes. Um, it was funny. I don't know how your show was, but, uh, the show here felt like <laughs> so phoned in. Like, uh, not, yeah, like, I like, mean, there's some comments maybe offer we can talk about, but like, yeah, it just, it, it felt like, well, we're going Blink's, out. On, we Blink's put out a new record. They, oh, they, I mean, they did not address the crowd a single time. It was just like, it was just like song, song, song. Hello, Boston. To, to, song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but what I was going to say was it speaks to how many fucking great songs they've written to where you're not affected by that. Cause when they go into a song that everybody loves, you're just like, it doesn't matter that they're like, they're just playing the chords and they're singing the words, but like, yeah, like the passion, but there wasn't there. like, I mean, I went to the, those past live shows at the Troubadour right. four or five years ago, whenever that was. And it was like, even playing songs that I know they don't want to play. Like, it was awesome. And it just felt it speaks like, to the music, it it, but, it, it, but it felt like they were having fun and wanted okay. to be there. And like, even this was like, they weren't not, it wasn't like they were just like they looked rolling miserable. their eyes and like, right. I mean, they were into it, but it was just like, and also like the tour hit the East coast before the record came out. Right. Sure. So maybe there was the excitement of like the new record coming out and there, like, uh, there are songs on this record that I, like really, really love. Like there's the song, um, I'm pulling it up on my phone right now. Uh, towards the end, uh, the throw me to the lion song, second to last song. Like that is probably like, if I had to currently right now, gun to my head, be like, yo, tell me your top five favorite alkaline trio songs. Like it might actually make my top really? five. Like it's that fucking good. Jeez. Um, with the song with the PBR reference, pale blue ribbon, 
like it's I this is kind this will be a controversial apology to Hugh Jackson Trevor. Like I have not been a Dan song fan since Yo, his songs on Crimson are Crimson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think probably Crimson. Like, because I, I liked Dan when he was. It he seemed bitter and angry, and then like I feel like throughout time I could be speaking out of turn just because I don't give him as much <laughs> as much listen. But it feels like he's just gotten happy and it's just sort of playful oh, throughout sure, these last couple. And sure. it's like, well, it, it doesn't. It, it just like his songs don't really. This, aside from uh, Little Help, sorry, Dan. Like, which is not a good song. Um, that's the from what record this record the, oh. buy me a beer or a, oh yeah 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 like, like that song's not great no but i feel like his songs on this record are some of his best songs since crimson sure yeah 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 uh, so uh, which is cool we're spending a lot of time on the record but i'm gonna just say it's fucking great if you're not clan trio fan like i'm sure you're with me on this or and this is like an obvious thing but like uh if you if you've maybe i'll say if you've not really kept up with Alkaline Trio like a lot of us have, you know, yeah, obviously like me, like you, me. exactly. I didn't even know the record came out. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I'll listen to the new Alkaline Trio. Like record. if you have the itch yeah. to be like, you know, I could enjoy some of that in my life right now. This is, this is a great, it's a really, really good record. I'm it, excited to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. There you so, go. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do I say we, my we all did number seven? No, I have not done a number seven. Then it goes to the U. Boom. My number seven is a uh, band that has been on my list, I believe, at least once, maybe twice. First Aid Kit, Ruins. Oh, yeah. yeah. You like the First Aid oh, Kit? Oh, I like them so much. <laughs> who put this, uh, who put this one It's a major label. One of okay. reserve, I don't know. <laughs> Sony, who knows? Sure. Um, but, yeah, Swedish Sisters, and they... I just... I always think back, their second record was recorded by Mike Mogus and Connor Obersings on it. And like from that moment, I was just like, Oh, I'm with this band forever. Like yeah, yeah, never, never departing. And I mean this record, I don't think it's, it's not as good as the last one, but it's just, I mean, they do what they do and it's great. I finally got to see them live this year and it was one of the best shows I went to all year. Um, yeah, there's certain bands for me that I could, uh, that I just kind of throw into a, 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 a barrel is like, this is all this. And I know it's good, but I don't find myself swimming in that barrel. Right. You know like, what I'm I'm like I need to unlock that. I need to go. in. Yeah. Like that. I know that first aid kit I have the, is it lion's roar? Is that the second record? Yeah. That's the second record. Yeah. Yeah. I own it and I like it. I don't go back to it. It's a band that I would also put in it. Like for me is like, I don't know if this sounds totally wrong, but like land of talk or whatever that band. Yeah. Was on. Like suppose that last record was great. I didn't listen to it. Not and I, to it at all. and I own the cool saddle Creek record, the, like the first one or whatever, when that had come out and yeah. some people, like some of the guys in my band, like fucking love, love that record. And I'll throw it on once a year and I'll be like, no, I still just think it's cool. Yeah. Like I'm not, it's I'm not, not motivating. It's not motivating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's where like, I keep listening to that band's catalog, right? right? Like, I, like, uh, Tokyo police club for me is a band. They put out one or two records that I really, really like. And then yeah. as they've continued to go on, I'm like, Hi, Jen, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care that much, but, um, I feel like I should probably give this a listen or do you feel like it will just, I think you should for a super to, fan. No, 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 no. This it, record's it, great. Add more but I think if, if you want to like get into this band, uh, and you have the, the lion's roar, um, I can't think of what it's called cause my brain is mush, but, the the record after that, that the blue cover, yes, is probably, that was like a pretty several years apart from the lines are record, right? A Did few, we, yeah. Um, but, but that was on your list, I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, like that is the record I think to to dive into first, and then kind of okay, ease your yeah. way into this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Um. 
Um, now you go to your number six, I think. Number six, Shame, Songs of Praise. Have either of you heard this record? I am familiar with this band. No. They came out, or not came out. They There's like a, a cool UK thing happening where like between this band and the band Idols. Oh, like I have not heard idols. I have not heard of either of these bands. Um, I don't want to please say what well, you're going to say. Uh, it came out on dead oceans, which the same labels, uh, Phoebe Bridgers and they did all the tallest man on earth stuff. And, yeah. um, but the internet tells me that they sound like the fall and gang of four and wire, which are bands I've never really listened to. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you, you've, um, you've heard at a record store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think I owned some CDs at one point. I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to have these. And, yeah. But, uh, to me, they just sound like what I wanted Ice Age to sound like when they came out. Sure. Oh, and sure. when I listened to Ice Age, I was like, no, I don't like this. But this is what I wanted it to sound like. Yeah. In it's your like, head, you're like, this is it's what? Like, yeah. It's like punk adjacent, like post-punk, but not whatever, like the, like whatever the kids call post-punk these days. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, Rolling blackouts. Right. <laughs> That's a good record. That's a good record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, the record came out a while ago, and it was one I just kept coming back to. Like... I would yeah. forget about it for a while and then come back to him and be like, God damn, it's good. And then recently I've, I've listened to it a ton. Um, I have a very weirdly out of touch thing to say about what, about this band's current state right now is that like they played in LA and it was sold out. They like sold out the telegram. Oh, yeah. Which, they, they played like St. Sinclair, Boston. Dude. Right. And I'm wondering who's, who's going to, the who's shows? the fans of I this? Mean, I, like, is it, is it's it, like, it's like pitchfork. Like, right. right which like, is interesting to me. Cause it's just like, it seems like if, so I have a weird, I get like irrationally kind of irritated and mad about this sort of thing. Sometimes where I feel like there's bands like shame and this band idols, I just mentioned or whatever, like where this could tour with bands in our ab- world. Absolutely. But, and I think that those bands maybe, aren't familiar with what all of us have been doing for a while, or maybe they are and they're, they would be down, but I feel like labels and booking agents are afraid. Oh yeah. There's a, there's, to, a, wall. there's, like, there's a wall. Because this band, I mean, they're a punk band. Like, I mean, it's like weird, but like they're just a punk band who could easily easily and shame was, and idols are two bands that touche hit up for our last UK tour. And we, got the nay nay on both of them we didn't get a reason why but i was just like, like an I was really CB management being like oh uh, yeah, not like, a, not the right fit yeah, like yeah. We're, we're going like because we've been covered in kerrang not as much an nme this is yeah. an nme band probably don't want to yeah well there's like there's, there's so pollinate bad. with us well i mean that's existed for some whatever you know waves like all of these bands that you could there's a laundry list of bands where it's just like you were like literally not only punk adjacent, but like you can't, like, you know what the, I mean, and that's even more of a connective tissue than like what we're talking about with this band who might not have had any sort of idea about that. But it's just like, yeah, like those worlds, especially the world that we exist in now should exist. These bands should tour together. Yeah. Yeah. That makes absolutely. It's just, it's always been weird to me Yeah, Yeah. where where I'm like, uh, like, because oftentimes we're left with having to, uh, I won't fucking speak on a specific situation, but like there's been times where we are left having to tour with something or play shows with something that like isn't our like seventh pick because we would have rather right gone like, out with. I things, was excited yeah. like when because I I feel like I've been pretty out of touch with what's going on in the UK like modern bands of like stuff that I would think would be in our world. So like I had posted like 
earlier this year, like what are some UK bands that would be sick for us to play shows with? And we just got bombarded with kids being like shame idols, shame idols. And I was like, fuck, I need to listen to these bands. And I listened to them and I was like, fuck, these bands are really cool. And you know, it obviously didn't work out if it's like, yeah, if they're like, you know, I totally get that. And that's stupid. Not like, yeah, it's it's, like, it's it's, just dumb. It's, it's, it's very strange to me. And like, like, if they're like, you know, hipster, like internet is like, you know, like we can't play, we can't play with too aggressive bands. We can't play with bands from this particular community because it makes us look like we're not adults or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever the situation. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's a weird thing to me. And yeah, it's always been, and I would think that, and this is, I'm sorry if this sounds like I'm, I'm, potentially not so much stereotypes around, but like pitchfork successful bands. There's a lot of times where I'm like that thing got a great review. A lot of people are talking about it, but like, yo, how's that band show in fucking yeah. Denver? Right. You know, like yeah. l- let me, let me see the St. Louis numbers. You know sure. what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. Like, like of course you're going to kill it on the coast or whatever. Um, and I'm not speaking just to shame on this. Like they could be killing it everywhere. This I would have no gener- idea. This, this is a generic thing, yeah. but I'm just, I'm just like, wouldn't it help that band to tour with a band that does actually maybe do pretty well? So or like nor like steady numbers across yeah. the country that like has done the work to like get those steady numbers. Like wouldn't it be good for that band to like have those shows or is like a UK band. Is it just like we need LA and New York and nothing else and nothing matters. else, which okay. I also get a 10 date us to which Right, right, right. right. Like, yeah. Which I get, I get totally hundred yeah. percent. But, um, so that's my two cents on shame where I'm, so I'm just like, I'm curious what, who those kids yeah. specifically were. Um, at that show, like, are they hardcore kids? Are they, cause you don't see shame merch at like the no, fucking no, no, no. candy show. They probably, no, 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 <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. They're not there. Yeah. The kid, those, those same kids are not going to program to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm just fascinated by it, but the record, I, I, I didn't spend enough time with it, but I know that the band is cool. I'll say that. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just weird. Like there's just something about it. It's just, it's like an, it's just such an interesting, like, I don't know. Like there's, it just, it's not like uber catchy or anything, but like mm-hmm. the song just get like, they just get stuck with you and you just like, there's parts, there's a song that's almost like a spoken word song where it's just like, it just, it like, how does a spoken word song get stuck in my head? Right. Yeah. But it does. I love like, that. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, let's do Jeremy first. Number six. six. My number six. <sighs> you guys ready for me to be brave? Cannot <laughs> wait. You've been leading up this, to this. <sighs> So you once did a tie at number one. I'm going to do a tie at number six. So let me, do you have five five more B or do you have, do you have 11 records on your list? Yeah. Oh, because this is a tie and you'll understand why in one second. Okay. I think I know exactly where you're going. Drug church and self-defense family. There there it is. Fair enough. Fair. I'll allow it. Yeah. Absolutely. Allowed. Because these bands sound nothing alike. No, but, uh, I enjoy both of them for, for completely like it's the best self-defense family record. I would say, and I'm, and I'm, I, I go to bat for self-defense family. Yep. I can accept when maybe they put out an EP that I'm like, eh, I didn't really go back to that. But like, I feel like when they, I feel like they put in extra work when it comes to an LP and the self-defense family LP this year is their best material. I think lyrically, uh, Pat went places that I was really like intrigued by. I don't know if you spent a lot of time with it or whatever, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, 
uh, there's the one song on the record that the lyric about working at the, um, mental, mental facility. And when he describes the furniture that, uh, is too broad and heavy to be thrown and that's by design. Yeah. Like that's a lyric that like gave me chills where I was just like, that's something that is interesting to, you know, it's like stuff you don't think about or whatever, like right. in those the, way, situations. The, way, the way that he frames it is very, he frames it. It's like you paint the picture and yeah. like, you know, it, 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 it the record moved me a lot and it came out at the right time for me. Like I was traveling out a lot of the time and in a cold climate a lot of the time. And it's a very it's cold, a, it is a very it cold, cold record. record. Yeah. yeah. We, we were overseas and I was just like had in my headphones. I would take walks as soon as we got to the venue. I'd always just like take a walk to find coffee, record store, things like whatever, just to get away from the venue. And, uh, it was just like always on repeat. And then now uh, we were already talked about drug church, but like the drug church record is, uh, it's fun. It's catchy. Uh, it, it's hooky. It's it's all those things, but uh, that I enjoy, and I can um, I can listen to Pat be snarky about anything and funny say, about anything. Like, those records are just polar opposites. Yeah, but by connecting them with Pat, like yeah, you can tell it's the same. Lyrics. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's, they're he's, not he's, that different, even though they couldn't be yeah. more different. They couldn't be more different, right? And exactly. What's interesting about the Drudge Church record too is I took uh, a friend of mine that has no experience whatsoever with punk or hardcore at all. I took him to the drug church show in Phoenix cause he was out yeah. there with me and he like, he loved it. He yeah. was just like, and like, honestly the smallest show that he had been to, it's like, he saw like five finger death punch at like, you know, oh, God. like a huge arena. And so yeah. it's like him watching that and like actually actively being interested. He was like, this is really good. And like we hung out with Pat after the show yeah. and he was like, you know, rapping with him. And it's just like, yeah, this is what like our world is where you can like actually talk to the people and stuff. And so it was really interesting to see that experience, like through a person who has no context for this being like, that was a really good show. It's like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So both those workers are, are great. Um, I, this seems like a, a theme with us where if you're, if you've never dove into self-defense family because you're, uh, anxious about how much they've put out. Um, <laughs> this, I feel like this record and try me, I was going to say try me is try probably me like is my the, number one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah try, this record and try me uh, like try me has always had always been my number one thing that they had done. But now when I listen through this record, uh, it, this one takes the cake for me. Yeah. So awesome. there you go. Sweet. That was your number five, a five B or, six or was that six? Six. Okay. That was six. And we've all done our six. You've done six. No, I haven't. I'll, I'll do my, yeah. My yeah. number six is, uh, the heaviest record of the year. The Jesus piece record, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Jesus piece only self. And I love this record so much just because like, like you were saying, Jeremy, there's only certain records that all of a sudden just like come out and you're like, this is everything that happened in the mid nineties from hardcore is concerned. Obviously it's modernized. It's yeah. over the top heavy. Um, there is nothing like in the same way, like I, you know, I don't want to, uh, compare them to like Throwdown, <laughs> but it's like, I can't help but have the same sort of feelings as like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's son- not only sonic similarities, but like, you know, and granted, they are two completely different bands as far as their well, mission is concerned. There's a few things that we can brag about by being old. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's very few things you can, you can be like, well, I'm old. So, yeah, so I saw uh, this. everything that's currently like, uh, at least visually popular mm-hmm. currently, the three of us could be like, yeah, this was already, this happened. It's totally, totally. <laughs> like, like note for note, this happened already. Exactly. exactly. Like, when I heard the vein record and people were like, it sounds like Converge. I'm like, yeah. this sounds like Scarlet. Scarlet. Exactly. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heavy, heavy, all low, low. Totally. Yeah, yeah. 
high high desert high desert core. Yeah. How many? That's the third time you said the high desert. This I podcast. I apologize. It's just that, that's. What, are you buying a house in the high desert? I am not. That is why well, I've mentioned where that's where Chris lives. That's right. Anyways, yeah. um, but yeah, the Jesus Peace record is just like I always find just one hardcore record kind of standing above, and it's not like there's. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Anything incredibly unique about it? It's just there are elements that I like. Uh, It's like there's elements of like God flesh where it's like really industrial and dark. And so I like that fact. Do you think it's pulling from God flesh or do you think it's pulling from Code Orange? Uh... Honestly, well, just because they're children, it's probably pulling from Code Orange. See, that's that's the funny thing is like right. when, when things get referenced as like, oh, it sounds. I'm, I'm always just like, you're you're yeah. looking too deep. Like, yeah. But at the same time, but then it's like, I, I have to believe there there are certain people where it's just like you know, uh, Knock Loose is a, a much talked about band to where a lot of people listen to them are just like, oh, I I don't like them. They're terrible. Whatever. They're children. You know, all of the common complaints about them. But it's like you know, from what the discussions that I've had with, with Brian, the vocalist, like he, you know, whatever he wears, like by the grace of God shirts, like when they play and like disembodied shirts. And like, he has, you know, even though he's like 23 years old, he's like literally done he's not done. only the research, but like he's genuinely into this and not just being like, Oh, whatever. I, I bought the shirt. You know, he did buy the shirt on eBay, but he, <laughs> he, uh, there, there's effort being placed. And so like, I have to believe that, you know, with some of the Jesus peace guys that they're, I mean, I only know the drummer, but like that there is, uh, historical context, whether or not they've been like, oh yeah, Justin Broderick and Godflesh is exactly why we put this industrial part in our record. Uh, right, right. But right. your point is well taken. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know them at all. And there's, there's definitely the chance that they, that they do all, you know, they yeah, have yeah. done the research. Right, and they, that, yeah, they, yeah, 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 for sure. But it, it is, I, I always try to, uh, like, it, if I am placing a reference on them, that's through my lens as yep. opposed to like how they've actually created it. You know, uh-huh. it's just like, oh yeah, I hear this influence. Whether or not it's yeah. like, but if you actually press them, be like, oh, have you heard this band before? It's like, oh no, no, I never even knew it existed. It's like, oh cool, we should check them out. They're like, oh wow, like that's yeah, where we yeah, got yeah. it from. But yeah, um, this was a. Uh almost made my list. This is probably my favorite. Like I know we talked about the record before. 
In a world where everyone is confined to their homes, society begins its largest bin watch to date. In the hallowed library of Hulu, or perhaps on a shelf of DVDs you haven't looked at in a decade, is a show that perfectly encapsulates life in the early aughts and launched a friendship that would inspire millions. Hi, I'm Zach Braff. And I'm Donald Faison. In 2001, we starred in Scrubs, a sitcom that revealed a glimpse of what it was like to survive a medical internship. As Turk and JD, we explored guy love. Nearly 20 years later, a lot has changed. We're not supermen, but we're still best friends. Eh. Given the mandatory lockdown, there's no better time to relive the series that brought us together in the first place. And we're doing it with a podcast. That's right, people. We're going to bring friends and crew members and fellow cast members and writers. And and guess what? We're going to even invite some of you to call into the podcast and ask all the questions you want of the entire Sacred Heart staff. Join us for Fake Doctors, Real Friends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. It's yeah. uh yeah, and and plus it's like as far as all the hyped hardcore bands that came out this year from you know whatever Candy Vane all that other stuff. This is the record I just found like I would actually want to listen to it more than like yes. two or three times. Yeah, where I was just like, okay, I got what those other records are about. Like if, if I'm going to listen to something heavy, right? Like that's current, I would probably put this record on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Admittedly, I didn't really listen to it, but I think I, I like I listened to one of the like um, premiere tracks. Yeah, or whatever. Am I wrong to say it's like heavy in the way is like blood has been shed like is it sort of oh, like there's an, that, yeah is yeah. there that sort of like element to it, it there's, I remember it's, thinking it's it like a like, less but it's like it's like a blood has been shed was just to me like overwhelmingly heavy like, like showing off how heavy there's well, there, there was like breakdowns on breakdowns and breakdowns Whereas yeah, this, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like like a like a more like there's hardcore there. version of that okay yeah. like, there's still breakdowns on breakdowns but it's yeah. not like the third to fourth level that blood has been shed <laughs> right right, right, right. Like, here's a dead body let me really kick it into a bloody pulp right 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 and, and then, then make sure it's it and then spread right. exactly. yeah they would start a song with a breakdown and you'd be like wow you started the song with a breakdown you're yeah. like oh no oh, no, no that's just, that, that that's actually just the main that's riff the of the, that's the riff <laughs> that's the riff of the song that breakdown was the riff so now we're gonna do the breakdown now we got the rest going on yeah uh, now I will share my number five record, which is could not be the most polar opposite to this. Uh, and this actually is going to dovetail nicely into the conversation we were having about like indie rock, hardcore, like even though this has nothing to do with hardcore, but wild nothing. You guys familiar with that band? Yeah. And it's one of those, I know the name. Yeah. This, this record called Indigo. Uh, I've liked this band for a while. I saw them live. Atrocious. Awful. <laughs> Such a bad band. Like just, and not bad, like technically just so boring. And granted, yeah. this was like. Uh, maybe four or so years ago, they played Coachella. Sure. And I saw them at the glass. That's house. a great, oh, Coachella is a great place. Yeah. Coachella is a great place. Yeah. Yeah. To experience new music, all the genders, you know, whatever, all the, yeah. you know, all the famous people. No, but, uh, it was just one of those things where I was like, it, it could not have been more in more stark contrast to how much I enjoyed the record and then how much I did not enjoy the live experience. Yeah. But anyways, so I just, I continue to follow the band where I'm like, okay, I'll never see them live, but their records, they just see, I'm the kind of person where if I saw a band <clears> and I didn't like them live, I'd be like, Fuck that, I'm out. I know. And I honestly, I was, I am like that to a certain extent where it's like, this is a record. Like, I, if someone was just like, dude, you know, do you ride hard for Wild Nothing? No, absolutely <laughs> not. But this record, I just kept coming back it's to great, It's a fun listen. It's, it's a super they, fun listen. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel, and I, because I've heard them, but I've never, really, I don't know if I've listened to a full record. Yeah, yeah. But did they change their sound a little for this record? Yeah. It's, 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 it's not as more, like dream poppy. Like, no, there's elements of that, but it's definitely a lot like, you know, 
when I say eighties influence, I don't mean like flock of seagulls eighties influence, but like it has that sort of element, like whatever in the way that you could say like, Oh, Carly Rae Jepsen, you know, would be eighties influence. Like yeah. there's pop elements okay. to it. Um, cause I feel like that they were living in a world that doesn't seem to be doing the numbers it once did. And so they, Oh yeah. They had, reinvented themselves. Yeah. 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 And plus this dude's from Blacksburg, Virginia, which I was just like, oh, re- interesting res- respect for being from a place that's like, you know, off the beaten path. Um, and so, yeah, I just really, I kept coming back to this record. I'm never I, like, maybe I'll see them live to give them another chance to give him another chance. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, well, but again, going back to the, this is a band that would like, you know, Dude, like if they toured with run for cover bands, like they could re, you know, they could reinvigorate their career and play to children and play to people who would ostensibly be into them, but they're never going to do that. Happen. That walled garden. That wall is like, there. Yeah. I, I don't understand the wall. I and, and, the, and you know what I've noticed? Cause I've had a couple interactions where I've been irritated by, I've been mad about the wall. So yeah. I've emailed bands directly as that's good. So at like, at like contact at <laughs> bandaddress.com and I've gotten a very nice response being like, we should play shows. Wow. Yeah. 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 So you're obviously I, I, the message is not filtering down to the band. Not at all. Yeah. And has that happened? Not yet. And probably won't. But yeah. like, I just had to test to see like, would, is this band nice? Are they like willing or whatever? And, and, right. and someone from that band came to our show to hang out and see us play. Right. So I was like, I was like, I, I know this is all managerial. Yeah, of course. This is all business oriented more than anything. Exactly. Else. Which yeah. makes me really, hate, really happy. Hate everything. Super happy. Yeah. I can understand. <laughs> right. Everything is snakes. Everyone is fucking snakes. Seeming <laughs> yeah. over here. I'll give you the fifth record. <laughs> Let Jeremy recover for a uh, second. God damn if, it. If, if, <laughs> well, this will cheer everyone right up. If everyone knows me, they'll, this will not surprise anyone. Number five, panic at the disco. Pray oh, there. Pray I, for I, the I'm wicked. I'm surprised it's number five. Yeah. Are you okay? I, I, I I don't think it's as good as the last record, which I had at number four. And I actually had this at number four last night. And I was like, you know what? Death of a Bachelor, I think is a better record. So I bumped it down to number five. This well, is my annual finding out that Panic at the Disco recorded an album. Yeah. This is yeah. How I you know, you know who, 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 you know who does know literally everyone else. Oh, I know. I know. It's I know. Yeah. Nuts. Sold a few records. There's yeah. a few things I'm happy to be uh, out, of the, out of touch with. But like, I mean, I love this band. So it doesn't, I know. you know, yep. Yeah whatever <laughs> do you still like fallout boy like do you still no, like fallout boy no I, I i i think that uh what was their record back save rock and roll i think that was the last that record was was good maybe good adjacent okay uh the last couple have not been good okay. but i think panic is i think uh they, i know they're very separate now and, like, and they've like, been like i think they've really found like their stride and like is this a reinvention in a way? No, it sounds a lot okay. like the, it's like similar to the last record, okay. but like that last record I think was kind of like it was the first record that Brendan Urie did as the only member. Oh. And it was like okay. And this record kind of seems like a continuation of that like not necessarily maybe somewhat sonically, but like it's just so is it more Broadway influenced? It's I mean it's it's a pop, it's just a straight up pop record. Okay. Like yeah. Uh, but this is also like the first record that my four year old 
has been like, can we listen to, they have a video where he like climbs up a building and, and you watch the video. Like we listen to the climbing song, mm-hmm. the video with a puppet. He calls it the head song. Can we listen to the head song? Like okay. they have a song called fuck a silver lining, which we've changed to funky silver lining. Sure. And he's like, Oh, I will, you made that video. Yeah. And he's like, can we listen to funky silver lion? Like absolutely. Like it's the first record. That's not a Disney song that, that he's wanted to listen to. Cool. So like, that's sick. Yeah. So we listen, we listen, let me say, we listen to this record a lot. Sure. Yeah. Um, that, that too much. That's why it's number five. <laughs> it, t- it takes a lot of boxes. I, I've heard the first four songs on this record a lot more than anything else this entire year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, it's very fun. If you're looking for a good time, yeah, I can't wait to not check it. Out. I know, I know, no, I know, not like no. I know there's, there's people not, out there who there uh, are. Th- yeah. There are pe- people love the fact that you obviously like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Where are my people at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Jeremy, number five. Uh, my number five is "Pianos Become the Teeth." Wait for love. This is a fantastic record. I've I've heard good things about it. <laughs> I, I i'm sure this is on your list uh it's i'm gonna go as far as to say it's my favorite pianos become the teeth record um i think that it took people a minute to digest the change in sound from the last record like they had to they, that was a record that needed to be made to it's the bridge record the bridge record exactly um which is funny because i would have thought this this is me being foolish, but I would have thought the split seven inch that we did together yeah. would have been the bridge because that was one of the best songs I'd ever written. Right. And it was the first one where it was all singing vocals. Mm-hmm. But then I had to realize like, Oh, people who buy seven inches, very small percentile. Right. <laughs> um, you know, like I, yeah. I always stand, I always say that seven inches and comps and splits, that's how bands are able to try new things out. And if they don't go well, who cares? It was on a split. doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yep. Um, so I was like, I was prepared for keep you, to be an all singing record, but I think it still like threw a lot of people off. I think people enjoyed the record, but I, I think that there was the people that weren't maybe necessarily prepared for an entire album of that. Right. They Whereas, were expecting like, the levels of aggression yeah. still sprinkled in there. Yeah. And I think that with this, re- and, and I think that, um, I could be completely wrong, but I, I can imagine that while recording keep you, the band was weary of that, knowing that this was going to happen. And maybe that, playing into some of the songwriting or, or, or whatever, you know, like yeah. there's a little bit of appreh- maybe there was some apprehension or whatever, but I feel like this record is completely like going for it, knowing what they're doing, knowing that they're capable, knowing, uh, knowing themselves better than ever. Yeah. And, um, they leaned into it. There are some, there's hooks on this record that are so hooky. Um, Kyle's voice is incredible on it. Uh, lyrics are great uh, i loved the music videos i thought the music videos were awesome and choreographed like yeah uh a phrase that uh, you will never hear me say is music videos are great yeah. i hate music videos <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah. fucking lame if, if my friends aren't in a music video i'm not watching it yeah, yeah. like like, like I, I so rarely do you watch a video especially a video with a storyline totally that are ever even fine you know usually like yeah totally um if it's not like the bad storyline it's like the bad fake performance where like a band's no playing playing in the desert not plugged in yeah you know what i'm saying Cla- victor the, the, classic the, darren Dome video the, 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 the victory <laughs> records dvd where how many how many singers don't have a microphone yeah. um so like yeah like uh i i just feel like that all the things worked really well with this record coming out and it did come out in the beginning of the year which you know 
Um, I, I had, I admit that I hadn't listened to it in a while. And last night I was doing mail order and I put it on and I was like, God damn, this record is good. Yeah. It's really fucking good. I honestly forgot about this record. Uh, yeah. Like I listened to it a couple times and I loved keep you so much mm-hmm. and this immediately didn't like jump out of me. And so I just kind of was like, okay, like I'll check back on this and just never did. You should mm-hmm. check back. Like on I, yeah, I yeah. like, I feel like, I feel like we're going to hear more about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe real coy dude. This song charisma, man, that, that like it's the it, being up like fine, like finding a way to keep, to be the sound that they are now, but doing it upbeat. It's, I was yeah. there for it. I'm like, yes, totally. Give yeah. me this. Go for it. And the I think the most underrated member of the band is Dave Drummer. Oh, because this man is a fucking monster on drums. Yeah, and he finds a way to dial things back, but be the most creative drummer. <laughs> totally. The only guy I can genuinely compare him to is the drummer of the National. Where you're like, this dude is a beast. Yep. But is subtle, totally. and he's being a somehow he found the line to be a beast and be subtle at the same time right so i'm always just so enthralled like listening to that band uh especially where they are now just being like everybody is just oh so on their a game Mm -hmm. um yeah so this record you know i feel like it 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 may have flown under the radar after a while for a lot of people and i i I think that yeah because it came out in february yeah Yeah. and to give it more time i think every yeah if you're listening to this and if you're ever a pianos fan and maybe you didn't give the record that much of a listen or you know you pass it off after because a lot of things come out i mean i get that i'll I'll always be i don't i don't get mad as a wrong term but I, i i don't eye roll records getting overlooked as much anymore because i mean fucking how can they not be there's like they're so getting stuff. bombarded yeah, yeah. with and shit every day if you're not bombarded with fucking nine bands premiering songs and pre-orders and all of this you're bombarded with our fucking shithead president taking over the news waves to where it's like you're stressed out or you're irritated or you're mad you and just want like, something comforting to exactly to. yeah yeah. So well, it's I, like, I get it, you know, back in our day when I was a kid, like we'd have to put on a seat like with Spotify or like Apple music. Like it's just so easy to be like to just roll through stuff and just forget about it. Like, yeah. Super quick. So, yeah. Yeah. We used to have to buy CDs and you spent money on it. So you'd be like, totally. well, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this until I end up liking yeah, it or I fully I'm going to get my 1899. Exactly. This chorus of disapproval EP is going to get listened to 25 times and yeah. still exactly. be bad. No, yeah. Exactly. It's not going to get listened to. So now it's time for my number four. Yes. And my number four, uh, it's a band that I knew everybody liked, like a very bands band sort of band that I never put a lot of stock into. And then I, this record came out and I was like, maybe this is the one. No. And boy, was it, uh, the sidekicks, happy, happiness oh, hours. Interesting. That just barely, I was uh, like nine, 10. It was in that area yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, I feel like people from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, right? They're Pennsylvania man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a Scranton area. Right. right. Yes. Like, yes. like they were always in my peripheral because like Tiger's jaw, all these bands like rode for them hard. And I, I just never, I had the last record mm. and I remember being like, Oh, it's cool. It's like, you know, catchy pop. Not, I am always reluctant to say pop punk because power it, pop. Yeah, power yeah, people, yeah. It's like but, super chunk. But, but yeah, like super chunk elements to it, yeah. but like with the band of horses guy singing, 
Absolutely. And then I found out that they recorded the last record with, with the guy that did the band of horses records. I was yeah, like, yeah. they know what they're doing. Yeah. I have never heard this band. Dude, really? We are, we are listening to this on the drive home. Okay. It is so, it, yeah. It last is record. for you. Yeah. They're a band that everyone's been like, right. And I think what's turned me off has been like, Oh, they're, the records are cool. Live is they're incredible live. Oh, I I'll say never equally. Oh, I just I just saw them for the first time on the Tiger Shot tour. Okay, and uh, yo, they ended with a. I mean, I was like, this band is for me. They did a. They ended with a cover of uh, Jim Carroll band People Who Died, and Matt McGreevy oh, played guitar. That's awesome. Oh, that's right. I saw. I was just like, <laughs> what? I pushed myself to the front and was the only child finger pointing in the, in the room. Well, I mean, I was the only You're man. Right. I was the only man finger pointing in a. That's what I meant to say. I was, uh, yeah, um, not a child, 35. Um, but this record is so fucking good. Some of the catchiest goddamn songs of the year. Do you compare it? Like, have you gone back and listened to the last one? In a um, not as much, Okay, but I do know that there were songs on the previous record that I were like, yeah, I like these songs, but do you, do you like the last one more than this one? I lo- they're both unbelievable like I, I i go even further back and listen to and then i'm like their record like there was elements in there that made but these last two records are just like crowning achievements in the right. same way that i feel like honestly like the menzingers is another band that i adore only because of the last couple records especially like i mean the, it was it the, in a rented world or whatever right. the last one that, that, that that's i think like that, the other two one records was like, a party oh no, it was no one. Uh, right. after the party that's right yeah yeah that okay yeah, i think i put that in my list a couple years ago anyways right but it, the Menzingers and them are just bands where it's just like, oh yeah, like they're getting into in their third and fourth LPs, and they sound nothing them. alike. Yeah, I was just gonna say, when did the Menzingers get so popular? They're massive. They're they massive. just play, like House of Blues in Boston. Like, yeah, that's dude. Fucking do you know huge. how I know the, the Menzingers? Last, last two LPs. They you know how I know the Menzingers are huge. My brother loves the Menzingers. Wow, that's awesome. And that's that, awesome. that yeah. might sound weird to someone who's, who's listening to podcasts. It goes like, what does that matter? My, like I, my brother's awesome, but like, he's not someone who finds new finds music. New bands, yeah. He's a radio guy and that's, and that's fine. Like he's on the radio. No, they're not. But like, th- I think because of things like Spotify and things like that also yeah. stuff gets recommended. Yeah, right. Exactly. That, like what happens is like, I've recommended him a couple records and then this comes up on there. Like, Oh, he likes Frank. He likes Frank Turner. They so together. they tour together. This is yeah. why, how that happened. And when he, my brother's like, my brother's like, uh, that Menzinger's band is coming on tour. And I was like, you like the Menzingers? And he was like, yeah. I was like, dude, he's like, I'm like, do you know that I like toured with them in like 2011? He's like, really? Yeah. And I was like, if you want to go to the show, like I'm happy to like, let's go. So my brother and I went to the show just the other week oh, at yeah. the region. It was really fun to go together with him and like yeah. have him meet everybody in the band. Like, all that sort of that's stuff awesome. is really sweet. That's yeah. Super. Which is one of the things we're like Stan Stice Sage. Like I, it's just fun to do that for like a brother. A, uh, Absolutely. And not like a, like for us, it's like a, you go to a show and I don't just like such a normal thing, but for like, it's just gotta be so cool to be like a average music listener. Yeah. That's what it was like, like with yeah, my friend meeting Patrick awesome. at drug church. Like, and cause obviously Patrick is a human, but like just him hanging out with my friend, it was just like, and my friend was just like, Oh, that was cool. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, because they're just, Dudes normal people yeah, yeah, yeah that are just doing the same thing as we do yeah um that's so cool but, but so but to your point though like menzinger's like i i'm only really necessarily familiar with the records that were out around the time that we had toured with them i like the band i want nothing but the best for them but like yeah. they they're on a band that i've continued to like follow along follow sure. like like i again i want nothing but the best for them i think they're fucking awesome mm-hmm. but um, I don't find them to be what I'm craving all the time, yeah, yeah. whatever. So, but my brother was like, like, Oh, I only know 
the last three records. Like he's unfamiliar with those early records. So it's funny. So like in a way I was kind of like, you tell me what you think the best stuff is and I'll check that out. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of cool. But the sidekicks records too. It's totally Mark for it. Yeah. You are, you are absolutely Mark for it. It's like, you might, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but like, uh, there, if you were a fan of like, I would say like stay what you are in reverie Mm -hmm. sort of like that kind of saves a day, but with like totally different kind of vocals or whatever, but just like the hookiness of it and things like that. Like super, I mean, super thoughtful lyrics, like just everything you feel are just like, Hey, this is what a really, really good independent rock band sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. They need to get their due, you know, like, like, like there's, there's few, there's a few bands that I think it, again, it's that wall where it's like they're on they're on the side of like oh it would be cool to play you know pitchfork fest or whatever and it's like nah man you guys can't do that they're, they're not going to be covered I think yeah you said yeah. this but they're always they strike me as like a band's band they're yes like every band loves the sidekicks there's unfortunately i mean to, although i feel like to, i saw the, a lot of people talking about them recent like sure. the, because of this record more yeah, so yeah. Than before. and because they're on this tiger jaw tour but like um to those lis- yes. people listening the band's band is is meaning that people in bands love them and want to take them on you, you might notice if you're if you go to a lot of concerts if you're like man i've seen this band a lot of times that's a band's band it's right. because everyone wants to take this band on tour but like maybe they don't really they have, yeah they maybe they're not like bringing the same amount of tickets as what maybe another two out of four band would would bring in or whatever it's just like yeah it's like code seven you know <laughs> listen to the that's rescue a, that's a that's that's a band's band yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean th- there are those there are those bands um yep. and you you might be thinking oh do i know what was the band's like i was like you know who band's bands are totally so um, this band needs to it's, be more than that. It's really difficult to find the band's band that actually draws like that. that actually, that's what I'm saying. That's right. that. That's the band. That's the, that's like the ideal scenario where it's just like, yeah, we want to tour with this band and oh my gosh, you're worth 800 tickets. The most play. Great. Let's go on tour. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is just like the, you know, the, uh, the, uh, booking agents wet dream. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. That needle, uh, Joey number four, uh, master system dance music. Nope. I no nope. idea. What I this feel like is. zero. I feel like I've turned into Scott Arnold. You, I think so. <laughs> this is a dark day. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What are you, what are you doing in, in Boston? I'm just, Joey? I'm just making things Joey, up. Joey's, These aren't even Joey's real. Going into Newberry comics and being like, Hey, can you play the newest indie rock record for me? Does she, does it have What's female vocal? master? What master system? It's one word. Master Wh- system. What is this? It is the two brothers from frightened rabbits. Oh, Dude, okay. for the, and then the two brothers where one is in uh, editors, and they're oh. both in Minor Victories, which was on my list last year. Right. Okay. Um, you had and, me interested in editors. I'm, uh, lis- I'm listening. But, and you know, unfortunately, the the lead singer passed away. For he was in Fried Rabbits. Oh, uh, oh yeah. so it's that person. It's, yes. Oh, okay. And this record came out, a few, I think, a few months before. Jeez. They only did one tour. But like, did you see him. Only in the UK, um, so no, unfortunately. But like, oh, they were a band that like, or Friend Rabbits was a band I never listened to. I just always wrote off as like, eh, whatever, like major label indie rock, like yeah, yeah. the Lumineers, like go Acu- fuck, go fuck, Acu- go fuck acoustic, yourself, yeah. acoustic cuteness. But right. then uh, Julian did a song with them, and I was like, oh my god, this is really good. And I kind of like started getting into their catalog, and then. Uh, this was recommended to me and it's like a heavy, not like a heavy, like mosh heavy, but like just like a heavy rock record. Mm-hmm. 
it's like in the way Manchester could be heavy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I mean, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's Uh, funny. Frightened Rabbits is a band that, uh, I never put the time into, but I've, when I've, it's come across, like come across my ears. I'm like, I'm sure I would like this. So good. Yeah. Um, and this record just like, I like this better than any Frightened Rabbits stuff. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, obviously it's unfortunate like he, he took his own life and there's a lyric in the records. I miss the summer, but they don't care. There will always be another if I make it to next year. Hmm. And it's like, Yeesh. yeah, I mean this, it's like a fucking just sad record. And then like stuff like that, you're just like, Jesus Christ. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's not necessarily an easy lesson, right? But it's not like a Mount Erie record. I was going to say, I had Mount Erie on my, on my thing last year. Oh, I almost, put, not, I almost put the live record on it. This it's, year. N- it's not like, it's not like that. Sad. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know you're saying, I know you're but saying. like, you know, it's just like hearing that later and like, and just knowing what happens, you're just like, God damn. Like, yeah, that hits. But happy. I mean, seriously, like I genuinely think both of you would really enjoy this record. Okay. Who put uh, it out? Some weird UK label. Okay. Um, it is on vinyl. I, I think it's still available. Okay. Um, yeah. If it's not, I'll just take yours. I'll sell it to you. Okay. <laughs> Real cheap. <laughs> um, but yeah. Who's doing cool. You did your you, four. Okay. Over to you. Yeah. I'm right. very excited about this record because I know that neither of you, well, maybe you've heard of it, but I just, I'm excited because it's like anytime you trip across like a random band that it's just like, okay, this band's called Holy Fawn. They're from Phoenix. They put out a record called Death Spells. And like the Riley from thrice, he turned me on to this band. He was like, he just texted me. He was like, you need to have this band in your life. And I was like, okay, let me listen to it. So basically it's kind of like, it's, uh, it's, it's heavy in the sort of like, you know, shoegazy, you know, the, the thing that's popular right now, but like the way that they do it, it's like, there's elements of like, you know, Isis and neurosis, but like not in the we play nine minute songs, <laughs> but it's it, they're catchy. They have like really high and soaring vocals. Like I don't want to compare it to like muse. Cause most people hear that and they're just like, Oh my God, like calm down. Uh, but it's it, but it, like straight up those first few muse records are yeah, great. They're great. But so it has that sort of anthemic quality to it. Um, the band just put out the record themselves, like put it out on Bandcamp, And it's just like the way that they, the, the way that they message it is very much just like, Hey man, we're just like hanging out in Phoenix, like having fun with our friends. And like, it's a very a it, young band. Uh, I, I, the, I can't tell if these guys came from other bands or anything like that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm going to guess that they're probably in their early twenties. Cause it How def- did it come across Riley. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. It's just, it, 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 the record floored me. It's like a, I want to say it's a nine song LP. What are they called? They're Holy called fawn. Yeah. Holy fawn. And it's like they, and I mean, they absolutely would make sense on like, you know, whatever death wish or any one of those yeah, labels yeah, yeah. that, that travel. It's like, it has a very, <laughs> someone, a review I read of theirs was just like, you know, it's like walking along the side of a frozen lake at midnight. Like, you know, it's that sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah. dark vibe, but the way that the vocals come in, it's very much just like, Oh, like it's also very catchy, but yeah, the records singing, singing vocals, it, singing. You, this, yes. They probably sound nothing alike. Yeah. And this will, appeal to literally no one but you oh are you uh, gonna say coma I absolutely <laughs> this is this is why this is why we're friends <laughs> i it's a, it, there's a there's a band called coma it's like yeah. k-h-o-m-a but 110 percent. yeah we were talking a very specific demographic there but the, it's this band uh dudes from cult of luna played oh, okay, in, yeah, yeah. and like they put out a, a couple records on roadrunner over in europe but like oh, weird complete like just super heavy, super dark, but like soaring vocals. So mm. yes, 
Awesome. That band was great. Yes. Negative five people. No. <laughs> yeah. And we lost yeah. everyone. <laughs> and there was everybody else. But uh, yeah, that the record's super cool. But you, you know that feeling where you yeah, just trip yeah, across yeah. something, someone shows you, and you're just like, hell yeah, like this hasn't been put out by a label. This hasn't like done anything. It's just like, here's a cool, like they, they haven't even put out vinyl for it. And it's like, I was almost tempted to be like, hey, I just really like you guys. Can I put out your record? Yeah. <laughs> They'd sure. be like, oh, what? Who are you? I'm just a guy. That's an exciting record. feeling though when you hear something and you're like, well, this, I want to. I want to help this. Well, and right. It's also like, like I think what we've been saying is like, it's so, it's so rare that days because everything that you're supposed to listen to is just thrown in your face. Right. So like a record that you've never heard of, like that yeah. you're not supposed, quote unquote, not supposed to listen to. Right. Like friends. Yeah. Friends like, recommending to you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So that was my number four record. Uh, I'll do my number three now. Cause we've done all of yep. our number fours. Yep. Yes. All right. Uh, number three. Now we're getting into the, the, the nitty gritty. Really, Here the we nitty-gritty. go. Uh, so this is a record, uh, put out by top show or no, 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 wait. No, I can't remember. Top Shop? I was going to say That's top, a clothing store. I think Top, <laughs> sh- top, top shelf? shelf may have done this. It's either Top Shelf or uh, Tiny... No, Tiny Engines. I'm sorry. I get yep. those labels confused. A uh, band called Wild Pink. You guys heard of that band? Yes. Okay. Uh, the record's called Yolk and the Fur. So basically, this is... And this is going to sound like... Well, yeah, I'm taking shots at War on Drugs. Basically, this is... And to be fair, like I like the War on Drugs records, but it's just it's not something I'm ever going to be like, God, that man... That Changed my bri- life. Brilliant. This record has very similar qualities. It's like, you know, 70s rock, like super easy listening. Like you put on the record and you're just like, yeah, man, this is some good jams. Like, you know, I... You feel like a dad when you say that. I mean, obviously, I am a dad, and you are a father. You you act I like have a father, dogs. right? <laughs> you act like a father. So, yeah. uh, but it's just it's it's such an easy listen, and I love the vibes that it gives. Like every time I was like cooking dinner, I'm just like, oh, God, I want to listen to this record again. And so, the the for being on a very small label, it sounds like the record was recorded for like a hundred thousand dollars. Like it's just a beautifully sounding record. I think it's their second LP. They're from Brooklyn, of course. Like most I bands, think they recorded it in Western Mass. Did they? I fit, I believe they have recorded with Will Killingsworth. No, no. Will, wow, Justin Pizzaferrato. <laughs> but if it's, I, I don't know if it's this record they did there or their first one. Yeah, but I mean, he did like Dancer Junior and the Pixies and like a bunch of like. Oh right, 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 right. So we would where Late Bloomer recorded. Yeah. Yes. There we go. There's six one three unplugged and there. Samuel and Zeta and Kindling. Um, oh yeah, there you go. But uh, get them all in. Yeah, get them all in. But yeah, the record just it's really, really, really good, and it just kept always sticking around my list. It kept just always kind of creeping up, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put this in number three. So yeah, nice. Wild Pink. There you go. And I ordered, I put it on vinyl too. It made me really happy. Nice. Uh, number three, Jeremy, you got it. This will be on both your guys' list. Uh, actually, I remember telling you to listen to this. Uh, the newest John Prine album. Oh yes. Tree of forgiveness. Um, I did listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered it. I did. Yeah. I ordered it for you as well. I believe. Yes, you did. Cause there was a vinyl me please color or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. like the, it's funny to get like a ri- like I want the rare press of this John Prine. Right. Record. This is- <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, as soon as this man told me like, yeah, yeah. Like there's, it's like limited to like three fifty or something like that. I was like, well, I have to have like, that. I gotta have this. Yeah. Man. And I remember I had already like pre-ordered it from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and I was as like, one, as one does. Yeah. And I was like, wait, there's a more limited version of this. I'm going with the Joey press of this. Um, uh, there are, this is a talking point. Um, as I've gotten older, I've, the best thing about the coolest thing period about music is that there is no wrong time to get into something or to oh, find something. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no late to the party. Exactly. So, uh, I feel like it was last year. I forget if I mentioned it, but, um, how I had just finally gotten the attention span for jazz. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like I've been doing like throughout this year, like, uh, 
Joey, I know you are very much like me, and that's I'm sure you are too. Where like as soon as you get into something, you're like, I need to buy Give all of it. Everything. I need to buy all. So like, up, man. So here's the thing: jazz can't do that. Um, because um, yeah. So I I've been very I policed myself where I'm like every month I'm gonna buy a single jazz record and give that a shot or whatever right the reason i'm talking about like like blind being like being like you know i'll look up lists like like because jazz is you know so many things sound so different but like you know you can basically rely on things that were successful on blue note so it's like yeah like oh uh, i'm for this you know one i'm gonna buy uh, uh this uh cannibal adderley record because everybody this is like an acclaimed record so like you know i'll buy that and then i'll listen to it constantly and i'll digest it and like respect it before i buy and move on to something else you know um so with that being said uh i've also put a lot more effort into like neil young where like i only knew harvest and harvest moon but it's like now i know there's tons of records that are like loved way more than those so like and then same uh, earlier today i made a comment about towns van zant like got very much into towns van zant mm-hmm. so with that uh I was like, I've always heard that John Prine is great. I'm going to listen to John Prine. And then at that exact moment, he had a new record coming out. And the first song that I heard off this record fucking floored me. And it's still to this day, my favorite song of the year. It's on this record. Um, he performed it on Colbert and had like Sturgill Simpson and someone else, uh, someone else, uh, uh, woman, woman. I can't think of her name. Um, she's, which makes me shitty because she's huge. She's super famous. (laughs) Um, but she's a country star, Madonna, Bonnie, (laughs) Bonnie. (laughs) neither of those things. Uh, but yeah, it's going to drive me crazy. I'll, I'll think about it later, but, um, that and the Oxnard band. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) so, um, this record just like it, it it's beautiful um i'll always have a place uh, a huge like open place in my heart for a uh, elderly singer who's singing about the realization that he's dying soon yeah. as we got with david bowie as we got with leonard cohen um this is the last song in this record the the whole concept of like true forgiveness is just like letting go of all those things and you know preparing yourself for if there is an afterlife kind of a thing um so it's snarky it's funny it's it's charming it's witty it's dark it's all those things so uh i'm bummed i really tried hard I, my plan was to go to omaha to see him like two weeks ago in connor oh yeah that's he did right. the show that's right. and connor what connor opened and was also like his band leader yeah and i was gonna go and i was gonna try to like make a trip out of it and like go to uh see my mom's grave and all that sort of stuff but like finances and all this sort of stuff just it didn't pan out but i was bummed because i was like this would have been because he's i think he's from omaha so it's like hometown, hometown show, show with yeah. connor oberst i can make you know a bigger trip out of it but just financially it didn't work out for me but um i hope i still get to see him live before the inevitable because yeah. he is quite old and he's already had quite a lot of uh health just issues health issues yeah, yeah like i don't know if you've seen it like yeah throat cancer is yeah neck is part of his neck is removed Mm -hmm. all sort of stuff but the man can still sing and he can still write and uh it just and it goes to show it's just like you know because so many people look at creativity as this like this this game for young people this game for people of a certain age or of a certain um you know demographic and it's just like nah man like you could you can be doing anything and you can be extremely old and you can still be creative and you can still be flexing these muscles that you've been flexing your whole life to maybe no one paying attention and it's like yeah, that's great. That's like that's like the carrot at the end of the stick where it's just like everybody needs to pursue that. Whatever that may mean, whether it's like, you know, stamp collecting or or, right, or singing right, right. or songwriting, it's like just follow that thing. Um, what, what, sorry, go ahead. Well, what's interesting about him is like 
and me, I'm sure he's not the only one, but it's like, you can kind of see like what he's done with music by the people who play on his record, by the people who like Connor's his band leader, like yeah, people yeah. go on. Like, t- when someone comes out of the woodwork to release a new album and Stephen Colbert is beside himself, excited, yeah, having, right, having right. him on the show where and, you're like, that's not something that you're normal. And have, and having Sturgill Simpson just play guitar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah I'll come hang out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll like, pay for my plane flight to get I mean, there. Isn't yeah. like Jason Isbell on the record. Yeah. Like, he yeah, like yeah, yeah. co-wrote songs on it. Like, yep. like it's all the songs are like co-written with like one of the songs, uh, uh, crazy producer who like went to jail, f- uh, from like the seventies, uh, fucking, um, uh, Phil Spector. Phil Spector. There's a song on the record that was like co-written by Phil Spector that like oh, they geez. brought back together. It's been sitting around. It's been sitting around and like uh, and like he's a credit on it. You know, and like uh, he did an interview. It's like uh, he'd had a interview with Terry Gross. Oh sure. And of course, like it's super good and super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's amazing in it. But like you know, uh, going over and like talking about all that, you're just like, there's just so much there. So this is one of the situations where it's like, if you've never listened to John Prine, like your super chunk thing, you can listen to this new record and be like, this is really fucking it's good. It's still the only record I've heard. And yeah. I really like Me it. Too. Yeah. And you can, and now you should go back to his first, like, like a Leonard Cohen thing where you can go back to like his first three records. Right. Cause I still stand by the eighties were the worst time for everybody, everybody yeah. like, like singer songwriters that were like folk singers or whatever. A lot of experimentation. going. The eighties came and everyone was just like, you should have electric organ. Right. And it all was, was bad for yeah. everybody you need to wear white suits exactly so like yeah. you know the 80s were 80s and the 90s were very hard for these people but like you can count on the material from the 60s and 70s with any of these type of artists to now be shining in 2018 yeah. with the knowledge of what to and not to do and then also go with that stuff so yeah just, they strip away all their artifice it's just like well i've got nothing to prove now mm-hmm. i'm just I, i'm existing now i'm exactly just, I'm happy to be here uh, he also did a tiny desk section or oh. whatever that is oh, so right. fucking good. So yeah, nice. John Prine for life. Um, that was my number three. So now do I, my number three, yeah. enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, when you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
Hey, it's Zuko and Kayla from The Wake Up Call. Enjoy your podcast, but when you're done, don't forget about us. We have a radio show. We try to bring a smile to your face every morning. We also talk to some of the hottest country stars of today, and we like to share some good news with That's What I Like. Because Lord knows that's hard to find. When you're done podcasting your podcast, listen to us at 92.3 WCOL. Set your preset on your radio right now, and don't forget you can listen to us online on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, The Beths. Future me hates me. The Beths? The Beths. Anyone? Anyone? Nope. Okay. (laughs) They're a band from New Zealand. Uh, They're... Uh, Andy Greenwald was just like tweeting about this band like incessantly. And I was like, who the fuck is this band? And so I finally like went and listened to it and it just blew my, I mean, it's like if, if there was a band that was like made for me, I think this, like this is one of those bands. Alkaline Trio meets Riley Kiley. (laughs) I was, no, I was was, (laughs) with Davey having singing. Yeah. Oh my God. Sign what a song. horrible <laughs> portrait. I'll take it. No, it's like, uh, um, they have it doing backups. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. This, Brand, this is one of those bands th- to continue. I feel like there's a theme where like with the wall, uh, huh. Yes. like it's, uh, this is like pop punk adjacent with female vocals that oh, wow. if you, if you told me this band toured with the wonder years, it'd be like, Oh, that makes sense. Sure. But really? they're on car happened. park. So they're, like they're not incredible. Yeah. Never indie, the two shall meet. Yeah, yeah. incredible yeah. indie rock that like we'll probably just play with like car seat headrest. Right, right. Like they yeah they toured Europe with Death Cab for Cute or they think they're touring Europe with Death Cab. Like it's just Death Cab seems to be the band that can that can take those on tour. I mean they okay. took like Jar- Charlie Bliss. On, I mean they're also on Barsook, so that kind of yeah they're allowed to. But <laughs> but yeah, like I feel like Death Cab is the one band that can be like, no, we're gonna we can t- we can down. take we yes. can take from both sides. Yes, totally. But like, I mean, this I listen to this record constantly. It's just so catchy, super fun. Um, is it their first LP? Yes, they did a, t- a CDR before. Oh wow! And like, I mean, and they're already clicking on all cylinders in their first. Record. I mean, cool. the records on like the fourth press. Like, it just like wow. It's yeah, I saw them. They played a, a bar in in Boston. It was like. 150 cap. I mean, just then you're like, forget about it. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> how dare you? Is that Boston? Yeah, I don't know. Is that how you guys talk out there? No, I, that, I, that's more in New York, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, that's sorry. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fucking driving here. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Accent but hour. It, the show was super fun. I mean, it was packed. Like, it was just great. And now that, you know, they're coming back and playing, like, Foreigner Capital. I mean, they're just like, right. Yeah. You know, the, the just, logical ascension. Yeah. yeah it's just, cool. the record's so fun. Um, nice. I don't know what I'd compare it to cause I'm really bad at that, but, um, yeah. What would you write on your, the bionic records marketing sticker? Oh, Joey likes this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> better, <laughs> better, listen, better bite. Idiot. Listen yeah. now. Cause I'm currently listening to it. Cool. Cause yeah. Um, no, it's super good. Okay. The Beths and they're from New Zealand and that's weird. Yeah, it's a good vibe. Yeah, because um, the only export is Lord of the Rings from down there. <laughs> and Flight of the Concords. That's true. That's more. Yeah, that's more. Uh, I would say more important. Dan Smith. And- that's true. yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dune Departed. You know. <laughs> um, uh, and my number two, please. Um, speaking of Death Cab for Cutie, Ooh. thank you for today. Honorable mentions list for me. This record could have been my number one, but it's not. Uh, you've got to look. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this, I'll talk after. Go. This uh, this is their best record since Plans. Like, n- no question I agree. about it. I agree. I think. Okay. 
uh, no shots, but Chris Walla leaving the band is the best thing that's happened to them. Um, I don't, well, I mean, I would say I'm going to go. Yeah. No, because, <laughs> the fuck but, are you talking about? <laughs> what was the, what was the last good death cab record that you listen to all the time? Plants. Yeah. There's three in the middle. But I think, why is he to blame? Uh, because he was, he was, a, a, he produced all the records. He was like, but a, did he produce the, ones, the good ones? Yeah. I've read a lot. I, I don't think he was very happy in the band. Yeah. From, Maybe because of like what the last couple sounded like as a producer. I feel he's like a pretty from uh, <laughs> true. Yeah. I don't he's know. A, he's a pretty Let's weird. Continue I just to, pretty, well, continue I, to talk for him okay. <laughs> so as Chris. No, I just, yeah. I think get him leaving. Not that him leaving was the best thing, but like getting new life in the band, like the two new members. Uh, sure. Yeah. Like put some new life in the band. Maybe like brought some like the energy back. I don't know, but this record just, it blew me away. Like how we were talking about Alkaline Trio, like mm-hmm. when the, I go see him and they'd play new songs and be like, all right, let's, let's, let's get through these. Yeah, really. I went and saw death Cab twice in Boston to hear the new songs, dude. But let's, can we admit that the, what's the gold to go? Dude, that song grew on me. Yo, but the, just the repeating of the thing is like, I, I rush, dude. It's, it, is that what, what record, is that the Kinski? No, that's on this record. It, it's oh, like, yeah. it was like a okay, single, yeah. it, but it, and like, that's, that's my problem with fucking premieres. Like that song came out and I was just like, Oh great. This Uh-oh. death guy record's going to suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I even, hear, I don't even, honestly, I, I, I don't listen to, there's so anymore. few bands and there's like death caps. One of those bands where I, I do. Yeah. And it's like, I won't anymore because like I heard it in the context of the record and I was like, Oh no, I genuinely like this song. Yeah. And I don't mind the repeating. I don't like it just like, this is like, I think death cab, like firing on all cylinders again. And I feel like it's been a long time since they were doing that. There are a few bands that, um, when they put out a new record, regardless of like, if I've heard the singles or whatever, I'll just be like, I'm just going to, I'm at a record store right now. And there it is. I'm going to yeah. buy it to support blind, this blind band. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I'll probably, it'll be like, you know, I feel like for the really long time, Weezer's always been like the, the comment of like, you can count on at least one or two good songs. But now I feel yeah, like I don't, you think can, no. I don't think that, that, that hasn't happened for a we're long time. Pat, we're but that off. used to be the thing you yes. could say. Um, you could say that back. It's about Alkaline Trio at this point or something like that. You could be like, you can, you can, you can count on a handful of good songs. Yeah. But, um, I remember putting on the death cab record and be like, wow, this is, uh, their best work in a really, 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 really long time. It's just, I mean, to the point where like I enjoyed narrow, I think actually narrow stairs is a great record. I think this one's better. Um, codes and keys is, I don't listen to. No, I never, Kitsuge, I think has some good songs, but like, I just don't go back to those records. Whereas like, yeah, yeah. I, I listened to them a few times. It's like, all right, I have another Death Cab record. Cool, but like this one, like I listen to and I continue to listen to. I mean, that as a, as a as a record, it front to back, it makes so much more sense than all their all the previous Cozen Keys and Kitsungi. Like the there was just like it didn't feel cohesive for yeah. me. And I mean, I, that song "16 Punk" like blows my mind. It's great. Like that's my second favorite song of the year. Like, yeah. I mean, literally, like when I like legacy bands, like I don't want to see them play new songs. Like just pl- play the songs I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And like, because that bands are jukeboxes. Exactly. That's, right. That's and what I mean, we need out of them. <laughs> yeah. And just hear like going to like these new songs live. Like it, it just like was exciting to hear. And yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a play a fair amount of them. Yeah. They probably played like, I think they played like six or seven of them. Oh wow. That's way more than I would have expected. They I also played for like three, yeah, they two, played hours. Like two hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's where they're at now as a band. Sure. I'm not mad at that. No, yeah. they also played title track one night, which was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. That's cool. great. Um, that's sick. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love this record. It blew like, 
same thing. Like I was like, I need that death cab. I'll, I'll buy it. But like, it was not expecting this. At yeah, all. yeah. 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 It definitely just, yeah, it definitely just came out and was like, Oh cool. New death cap. Oh wow. This is really good. Yeah. I also ride for a band. Uh, they're on a major still, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ride for a major, a band on a major label that, uh, has a step above standard vinyl packaging. Oh yeah. yeah. They, they care about it still. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they still work with Barsook on all the pressing. I mean, the Barsook is still on most of the stuff. Yeah, but I was just, I was happy to see that. I'm like, cool. It has like, it's not just, it's not a, 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 a black single LP, single LP maybe, sleeve maybe for $35. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But with, I made no download code. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like, thanks guys. Yeah. Download codes. I think are done. Uh, a lot of them are. Yeah. Do you still do them? Unfortunately. It's just funny to me. Like I, 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 they, I have noticed I mean, recently. I'm like, Oh, these we were looking yeah. at how many people download. Oh, it's so few. I'm sure. It's yeah. Do you, what I, I'm unfamiliar with this. Do you have to pay? Do you have to pay into that as a label? No, we're able to just do them like. Do is the cost basically just the p- the tiny piece of paper? Yeah, it's the pressing because we don't we just send PDFs to the pressing plant, so it's like we have to pay for them to print them and cut them. Yeah, right. That's it. Which is, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, so you're using but it's like the thing is though, if you don't like do that, it, yeah. like the one percent who download will just complain on the internet. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, this label's terrible. No download. Code, yeah. Really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. I just give mine away on on my Instagram stories. It's great. And, and then that, that way people are just like, oh, you're not going to buy the record, but you'll download it. Sure. Yeah. You'll, as long as you listen to it. Yeah, it's a new soul seek. <laughs> that still exists, okay. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay, my number two record is the Nothing record, Dance on the Blacktop. We talked about I, I You knew, knew I was going to have this. Knew it. Uh, I, it's, 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 not as, it's not their strongest record, but like I just I can't. I, I love this band so much. I just can't believe that um, they've been able to, uh, you know, still grow in popularity. Uh, whereas, like, you know, it just seems like they they are so focused on their their art and their creation of the art and working with like Mark McCoy on the art with like super unsettling. Like, it, there's oh yeah, I like I opened it and Kate was looking and she's like, oh my god. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just taking this upstairs right away. Um, and so, and then the fact that that people will like show up to their shows and invest money into it where it's just like, it's just weird, weird art that's being done by these, you know, like delinquent dudes who are like barely able to keep things together. Um, I mean that just from my outside observation, Mm -hmm. knowing a little of Nikki as a human being, but, um, it just, the fact that they also, um, they're, they're not, they're not reinventing themselves, but they're just adding like in a, in a way a band, like, uh, you know, I love Mogwai, love Mogwai to death. But like they're like I know what I'm getting for every single record. Like they're really not adding much besides like oh yeah we got some vocals now which that didn't exist you know whatever seven or eight years ago. But nothing reminds me of the same thing where but they are adding stuff. They're continually being like hey this is what we're gonna do now. We're not pushing too much guys. We're not pushing too much, but we're yeah. just adding this element to it. Um, yeah, and I just I I love the band so much. And I don't, I mean I don't think it's necessarily like oh this is the record you need to start off with. Because it's not, it's not their best. No, it's a good record. It's a really good record. It's a good record. It's not yeah. their best though. No. So, but it's funny that what I've noticed now is that they have become a band, even though they only, let's say they have three records. They have like some yeah. material before yeah. in the split and everything like that. But like they've become a band that, uh, which is a great thing for a band where you have their fans, uh, very strongly standing by what they think their best record is. 
Yeah. You know, like of the three, there's yeah. people that ride really like I ride really hard for tired of tomorrow. Yep. I think that's their best record. Yeah. yeah. But when I remember I said that online and kids were like, what? Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I think hands down. That's their best. Record. Yeah. But people yeah. Are like, no man, the, the, uh, guilty of everything. Guilty of everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a, I think that's a cool record. Right. But I and I, like I, I don't have anything wrong with it. It's a cool record, but I think they found their sound. Yeah. yeah. It's, and so ty- I ride hard for tired of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, there's songs on this new record that I'm like, Whoa, this sounds, I mean, it's obvious. It's like, this sounds so much like a hum song. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Which is like, of sounds course, like, that's, yeah, their, that's sounds what like they're ride, going for. Like every, yeah, everything they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I like the fact that it's like, they can still, um, even though so many other bands obviously exist in that genre that they can still be like, no, we can do it better than most of you guys. Like, and not like they're trying to flex, like they're like competing with other bands, mm-hmm. but they can just be like, Oh no, like we, you know, we are very comfortable in doing what we are doing and, you know, not pushing the limit too much to where we're like, not going to even sound like you know, the same yeah. band or whatever. Cause yeah, if they put out a record that was like stretching too much, I think most people would be like, Ooh guys, like, you know, you, you had to ease into that. But yeah. yeah, I also appreciate that when they play live now, you can hear the vocals. Yeah, same. for sure. Cause he, I mean, yeah, he actually like, can command that now as opposed to before he's just like oh yeah i just i don't want to sing i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> right so uh that was my number two you're number two jeremy right uh yes 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 uh my number two breaking the law breaking the law boy genius it's the boy genius ep okay here here's where I i'm gonna argue with it here's no. where i'm gonna defend here's where i'm gonna defend why i put this on the thing um yo Def Heaven has records that are only a couple songs, and uh, granted, they're uh, three times as long. I was as say, this. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about lengths, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, we but, put the devil's but, advocate but, over but, here. But, but I'm going to just go with s- s- tracks. So, uh, what? There's six songs on this. Six yeah. Songs, yeah. I, yeah uh, Kanye West calls some of those records he's been putting seven out as, as as full lengths, right? And those are like six or seven songs. Yeah, so we're talking lengthwise, though, buddy. So it's a, it's here's it's my an, thing. Here's my extended thing. play. I was like, I should put. I could put that on there, and I was like, it's like I think it's. 20, 20 minutes like yeah and then i and i was like no i can't it's it's got six songs and i was like well maybe i'll put i really like that vince staples record i'll put that on like it's 11 songs but it's like 22 minutes but it has like two like would you call suicide skits. would you call suicide files twilight a full length yes yeah i know my argument doesn't make sense 16 minutes long i, I think yeah <laughs> so, i think 19 but you're something but, like that you know your but point. that's right but yeah but it was like so i started going with like length it's just like I'm a, just a total hypocrite. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah, but like, battles, it's, you know, right. It is, it is a losing proposition when you're, especially when you're talking about placing it across, like we were talking about portrayal guilt record yeah. in my head. I was like, this can be an honorable mention because it's only, but it's like, yeah, do I want a 25 minute record of that? No, no. absolutely not. So it's like, it's, it's a hard, it's, like, yeah. especially when you're talking about, us three where we're yeah. just like so you know nerdily focused about these dumb details that like no, no one cares about. about and here's the thing too also is like i think the rules should be changed i feel like eps are three or four songs after that you can you call what you want because right. like if it's like if it could fit on a seven inch it's an ep here's, here's what i think and Ooh. this is <laughs> Ooh, that's strong that's strong uh, fit on a, yeah you got like fit on a one-sided 12 inch that's what that's that's what we need to talk about okay yeah <laughs> I agree because like if it's on Spotify, if it's, I think four, I think it has to be more than four songs to get bumped up to not the singles. Yeah. So like, what do you mean to get bumped up? Like, because there's like albums and then there's singles 
And if it's something's oh, four, to fall into the category. Yeah, yes. like so, this would fall into okay, the albums it. category because it. it's, it's it's six. six songs exactly. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, I I I know that you would have put this on your list. Absolutely. I don't know if you would have. Um. I I it would have been a, probably an honorable mention for the same reasons of Joey not putting it on his list. <laughs> uh, no one needs me to ramble more about this. I've rambled enough about it. That we probably all have, but like it's again super group done right great like just showing how incredible these three people are at songwriting that they can just get in a room do you are you do you know how i'm curious actually i'm asking as like not like a i know that i'm asking i'm wondering do you know how long they were in the studio uh, i think only like they f- went few days right oh it was real quick like yeah they it, it like, felt very punk rock yeah, I think they they all kind of came in with, with some ideas, like ideas. I think they each came in with like two song ideas. Right, got together, flushed it all flushed out, out the rest. Yeah, recorded it. That's so cool. And I know Julian because uh, before I did that talk house thing, I, I I hit up Julian and I was like, hey, like I don't want to speak out of turn. Like, can I ask you? I was like, I, I admit that I haven't read any of the interviews or anything like that. Can I just ask you a couple questions? She was like, I'm happy you haven't read any of the interviews. I'd rather you just ask me directly. <laughs> I'm like, of course. So it was like, uh she told me that like one of the songs that she brought was a B side from turn out the lights. that didn't, they ended up not using like, like, like they, they used like they ended up recording it for this. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it was, it was a souvenir or was it the other one. I'm trying to remember. One of them sounds more like a Julian song than the other might be. The I, Julian I, think song. I think that's souvenir. I don't remember. Like, but it sounds like it could have been like, you can hear like the me and my dog song. That sounds like a Phoebe song yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, and you can the, see where the threads are, right? right? And the salt in the wound song, I think is very much a Lucy song. I'm trying to figure out who, if, if, if salt in the wound is a Lucy or Phoebe or if catch my, I can't, those are the two that I'm not hundred percent. I think bite, bite the hand and the salt in the wound are, are, salt in the, are the are Lucy, songs, Lucy songs, um, which are fucking incredible. So, like, Oh, but the point of this is like, even though you can kind of like get the vibe that it's this person's thing originated from, yeah, the adding the two. Oh yeah. yeah. It sounds, it's a piece of rap. Keeps it, keeps it sounding like it's not just like, Oh, we're going to throw our two, thing. Two, two. Exactly. It's like a, like a three way yeah. split. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, I mean, this is like completely not, I mean, it's somewhat tangentially, but it's like the Casca lottery, small barn bike split, mm-hmm. like getting the bands record, like actually recording the songs together and like writing the songs together. Mm-hmm. Like that's the sort of stuff where you're just like, dude, that is amazing because all they're doing is adding awesomeness on top of awesomeness. And it's the same, yep. it's the same exact thing where you're just like, Oh yeah, the idea originated with this person, but it's only brought to life with the other two people in the room. And I think you and I both agree. The, the last song of the, oh. the, the Idaho song. What's the catch em Idaho. Get, get, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Catch em Idaho. That forget it. Yeah. What a song. Like, uh, when you like throughout the whole thing, they're harmonizing constantly with one another. But when you hear it done with quiet music and hearing the three of them together, that's it's such like a simple, simple song. Yeah. That's just like, give me just, the three of them harmonizing. I could fucking, I'll, I'll swim in that right. all, all day, day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all day. And then getting to see that live just the other night, yeah. I was, it was so moving and just awesome. Uh, just getting to see three young artists fucking just killing it at the top of their game. Yeah. And just, you could, you could just feel the respect and love that they all have for one another too, which is just like so admirable. So, yeah. Uh, if you live under a fucking rock and you haven't listened to this boy genius EP, uh, do it immediately. Yeah. So that's my number two. 
And you can do your number one. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, dude. Here it is. Here it is. Numero uno. I'm going to check my list just to make sure I can yeah, sing the right sure one. You're, um, <laughs> you're like, number one, it's the boy genius. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh damn it. shit. Uh, the daughter's album. Wow. You won't go what you want. So you, okay. So you were, you, cause I mean, I saw that you saw them recently. Yes. And I, like I, I rode so hard for daughters for a long time. Like yes. I was obsessed with them and I, I found, I found their new LP for me. Uh, it just, I, it's a, it's unpenetrable so far. Like I haven't found my hooks into it yet. Uh, uh, tell me, tell me. Start a track two. Okay. Track, that was my problem. Track one, tra- track one is it's very long. And yeah. once you understand the record, yeah. you will like track one. Okay. Track one is hard because it's like, it's, it's like five it's minutes. Unlistenable. It's, yeah. it's five minutes and it's him. Yeah. Meandering. Right. Whatever. I have always respected daughters. Mm-hmm. When hell songs came out, I was the dickhead. It was like, they're not screaming anymore. I'm mad. Yeah. And which I was stupid. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't a Jesus lizard fan. So I just, I just didn't get it. I was like, I like when he screamed. I like Canada songs. Yeah. Um, which is but, a nor- which is normal response. <laughs> so like I, I, I was, and I, I've only seen them t- live twice up until now. And I just saw them the other night, like okay. the other week. And it was the, if I had not seen boy genius, I was like, not only was that was seeing daughters, the best show that I've seen this year. It's the best show that I've seen in several years. I've seen them. I saw them at fucking Hellfest with you oh, yeah. in like oh, yeah. 2002 or whatever that was. Yeah. That was the first time I seen them. And then the next time I saw them, uh, my old band was on tour and we dropped a show to go see them and coalesce in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's great. And respect. And like, uh, at what they used to rely on was being gross. Of course. Like that was the shtick. It was like, it was like Lex, uh, Lex, yeah, yeah, Lex yeah. would go up there and Small spit all over himself. Yeah, yeah. He got arrested in LA for having his dick out on stage. Like that was what you would expect to go see daughters, you right. know, just like him being gross. Now my man is sober and he's coming out there with like a very nice tight suit. Like they're all primped and look like the phrase dialed in could not be more perfect for this thing. Like also they play the echo, which is the worst sounding venue in Los Angeles, maybe California. (laughs) Right. I do not like the way that venue sounds. It's downstairs. They played upstairs. Okay. They sounded so fucking good. It turns out their guitar player is a sound guy in Providence at a venue. So like, uh, I think that he lets the sound guy, like, hey guys, every day I think he lets the sound guy have it pretty hard. Like he lets the sound guy run the show, but he's really running the show kind of sure, a thing. Sure. Like I think they have like three hour sound checks every day, which I'm sure makes the other band members want to fucking kill themselves. Take yeah, a yeah. long walk off a short pier. <laughs> but, um, uh, so Lex still is, does gross stuff, but it's like, cal- it's like, Throughout the show, he starts taking off a little more clothing or whatever. He starts scratching himself or whatever. But it, like, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is what he does. It's like this is part of the show. This is really happening, and I'm yeah. watching this thing. And uh, I know I was f- enthralled by it because, like, I had to go. I should, I should take a picture of this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't. Like, the idea of looking at my phone was like not even, not even that. Like, I was. I could not take my eyes off the stage. I was wow. so fucking blown away. And so this new record, once you can Get find your it. way in, right. 
holy shit, dude. It's like what when you used to be like, oh, like it sounds like Jesus is thing. Now it's like like Nick Cavey. It's like all these different things. Like it's right. It's uncomfortable. It sounds sinister. You as like a soundtrack guy. Yeah, there are elements of it that sound it straight up just sounds like a horror movie. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a horror movie score with a man genuinely coming unhinged. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. And I, I cannot stop listening to it. OK, so. I, I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've tried more than once to be like, yeah, because I mean, once pe- people started talking so glowingly about it, I was yeah. like, what what's the what hubbub? missing? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I listened to it and I was kind of like, OK, but yeah, I still I need to. Yeah, I just need to be more directional in my listening. Oh, so see, that was this. I, I was same thing. And I was like, oh, listen, I put on the first song and I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was is like an abrasive error? and not it was like abrasive in an uncomfortable way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I was like, I don't want to listen to this. Did and you guys listen to any of the song premieres? Did you? Did you? Mm-hmm. Know? Okay. Nope, didn't touch so it. you have not experienced the song. There's like a song, like track six or seven or something oh, like that. Okay. Which was like the first single off of it, which is the first thing that I had heard. And I was uh-huh. like, whoa, I think I really like Daughters again. Like, yeah. whoa. Um, uh, name of the song is you're going to have to edit this while I look this up. So I don't seem like a total poser right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's uh, a total crucial song, bro. Yeah, it's, I'm just trying to get the title of it. It's, uh, daughters. Uh, the reason it's track, track eight, the song, the reason they hate me. Okay. It, it's catchy as fuck. Like really? they wrote a catchy song. Wow. With like a chorus and it's upbeat and it's like the lyrics are like, angsty and piss like i cannot fucking recommend this record enough i'm it's funny there was a point when touche was when we did that single mother's casualty tour uh we almost had daughters it was supposed to be touche daughters casualty oh wow and last minute things they couldn't do it uh their drummer tour manages black veil brides wow which i understand is a paycheck like yes. like i mean like yeah. i'm not speaking for him like i'm sure he enjoys it no no, no no but, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. it's like this is his game that, that's right. that yeah. probably pays him pretty handsomely so i get it so like they weren't able to do it after watching them at that show i was like jesus christ i'm so happy <laughs> like not happy but i'm really i would have like, how are we following, following that, that. Yeah. i would have the hardest time following that like it's funny it's it's like when you see i mean different worlds but when you see turnstile and you go Oh, I don't want to play right. after Whoops. that ever. Yeah, yeah. Never do I want to play after that. That's how I felt watching this. There, I, I don't understand daughters. Like, I'm my connection to daughters is Canada songs, and like that's yeah. literally it. So yeah. like, like oh, daughters is back. The shows are sold out. Like, who likes daughters? Like, I didn't know there was an audience that was like, yeah, riding for daughters. Like today, you know like, how I there's just this the phenomenon where a band cannot be active and then all of a sudden be active yeah. again, and everyone just kind of comes out and goes like, "Oh no, we all want to support this." But I didn't yeah. know, like, I didn't know they were ever popular. Like, it's just like I never. I, it was basically the ta- the tale. Well, I mean, who put out this record? Was uh, Ipecac, okay, yeah, which Ipecac is a new, which is a new thing because yeah. they had been on Hydrahead. Hydrahead, yeah. So they put out and between Hell songs, which is when they changed, and this, there was the record, the self titled record, which came out, I think, like at this point, seven years ago, yeah, something like that. And I think around that time, I can't, I don't, I'm, I don't know this for sure, but it, I felt like it was sort of, yeah, overlooked, it, maybe. Oh, totally. It was, it was a shoulder shrug. People were just like, mm-hmm, yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I didn't realize that they played in LA last year. I guess they played at the Echoplex last year. Oh, I didn't I even didn't realize that. that. No, um, that. we were probably not home, but like, and I don't know that I would have 
gone because like this new record wasn't out yet i wasn't as familiar with with the last record yeah um i know they don't play canada songs live no at all i haven't for years it's abandoned so i was you know like i don't know that whatever um but now that this is out or whatever it made me be like i need to revisit those other records and now i have and i like them yeah but i think to your point i think basically they they got vaulted in the uh the sort of Hydra head territory of just like, you know, like the, Oh, if this band ever comes back and like is, is going to do something then in the same way, I mean, not in the same way that like, you know, if botch were to do a reunion or whatever, but they had a little bit of that rub off on them where it was like, Oh yeah, like this is an important record. There's band, not that they sound alike at all, but there's bands in this world where people who like that probably like Yesu and where you'd be like, where you'd be like, 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 how do Yesu shows do? And you're like, oh, they do well. People yeah. go and see Yesu, but you're like, who are those? Who's who's who are these people? Totally, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Fifty yeah. five year old dudes, <laughs> right? For Yesu, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the crowd for Daughters was very all over the place. You could tell there was like the very, not to say just because it's on Ibacac, but like kids who you could tell like Mike Patton ish type stuff, of course. And then there's there was like random punk kids, random hardcore kids. You know, it was like totally. it was a really cool mix of people's kids. Yeah, <laughs> backpack patch. Kids. Totally. I talked way too much about my number one, but there no, you go. Daughters, okay. fucking right. shit. Okay. Uh, 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 you can toss it. You can toss uh, it either. Uh, good, no matter what. Uh, Joey. Uh, my number one. Uh, funny enough, the third year in a row, a band from Australia, Middle Kids, Lost Friends middle kids nope <laughs> scott Dude, arnold <laughs> jeremy this is really this is strange because like yeah. yeah this is cool. like yeah like I, I, said, like, I have no like there's a good yeah 30 percent of your list that i'm like i've literally never even heard of the band we're I, all learning you know <laughs> this is a learning process yeah maybe that's why joey was so scared be like yeah i don't think our lists are going to be the same at all and i don't know what's i mean the list we had yeah i don't know what your number one is but Drug church. I do know what your number one is now that I'm talking. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I do know what your number one is. Uh, yeah. but, that drug church has an overlap. And, and yeah. whatever Ray's number one is. <laughs> whatever. Jesus piece, but you didn't put them on the list. But um, Yeah, we've had a couple of possibles on the list. Yeah, Possibly, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's okay. Wow. Um, hey, you're growing. We're not friends anymore. I know. Wow. I'm with the Boston. Yeah. That's go awesome. go yeah. socks. Yeah. No, don't go Good socks. hunting or whatever. Um, What's your, what? Uh, but middle kids, lost yeah. friends. Um, what is this? Indie rock band from Australia. The internet tells me they sound like the cranberries meet the national. Wow. Um, which when, after I read that, I was like, Oh, I can kind of hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> Do you're talking to you? Uh, <laughs> Her vocals kind of remind me of the woman from Florence and the Machines. Like, kind of like, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just a machine, by the way, not Florence oh, and the Machines. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yes, um, theatrical, not, but not theatrical, but just kind of that, that same, like, yeah, kind of operatic. I, okay. I, um, and it's just, it's, it's one of those records. Like, I think they do pretty well in Australia and they, same thing. They did like a U.S. tour when this record came out. How did it come across your Joey they were band that Australian kind of were music blogs constantly <laughs> Australian, New Zealand or Joey's. Yeah. yeah you you think so. Um, they were a band that were kind of, uh, put on our, like six one three and Raider. Like not that we ever had a chance, but like in one of our like group calls or something like, Oh, I think someone was in Australia and was like, oh, I saw this band middle kids at like a festival or something. And so when this record came out, I was like, Oh, I'll check it out. Cause it's on domino. Um, mm. and, which is like, oh, this band's real good. Uh, 
And who did they play with when they were here? I don't know. Cause they did a full us headliner in like smaller rooms and I didn't go. And they, but they did the thing where they, they just did another us tour and it was seven Much shows. Bigger, oh, seven it was shows. bigger rooms. It was like, LA, I think New York, Chicago, I think New York yeah. Brooklyn, Chicago, like they didn't play two, Boston. Two shows in like, Brooklyn. Yeah. No, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they didn't even play like San Francisco. Like, wow. And they were, maybe, maybe. yeah, like, yeah. but just like, yeah, we don't need to do the, yeah, the rest we'll do, of it. We'll do the, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do the Northeast. We'll do, the, we'll do uh, two shows we'll in the West the, Coast. The, the things that, the things that matter. Uh, but it was, you know, same thing, bigger rooms, but it's just, it's one of those records when I was putting together my list. I was like, is that really my number one record? And I was, <laughs> but literally anytime I was like, what do I want to listen to? And I was like, God, I can't think of anything else. Like, I'll just put on that middle kids record. And it just, I would always go back to it. Yeah. And it just was like, how can it not be my number one? Like I listened to this record more than aside from the first four panic songs, this more than anything else. And it just, it just has always stuck with me. There's a song called Maryland. When did the record come out? Pretty early, early I would in the guess, year. like April, May. Okay, yeah, um, that's that's it's definitely domino. Yeah, and it it just uh, there's the song Maryland's my favorite song of the year. Um, okay. This is um, sound like a broken record. It kind of reminds me of Riley Kiley, <laughs> but I think it could also just be my desperation for yeah. Your your constant. I searching. cannot wait for you to get into Nico Case. <laughs> I cannot wait. That, so, it'll scra- it'll like, scratch that itch. Oh, there's a new Jenny Lewis record coming out next year. <laughs> I just announced that what yesterday? Yeah, yeah. So you're just gonna automatically put that in the number one? Yeah, so, we've already predicted it for next year. That's good. <laughs> was your was your last record? Did you? Love it was, that? Yeah, it didn't. I don't think it was my number one, but it was, I'm sure it was on my list. That was the list. Um, but yeah, I I love this record. Um, I guess I got some homework. To do. All right, yeah. yeah. List. Mid- middle gosh. kids. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, they're a three piece. And oh wow, super fucking good. Young. Sure. Yeah, I don't even know what they fair. look like. Okay. I watched a video once. I don't even know if they look. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, well, yeah. Sound, yeah you, you sound like Scott Arnold by saying that. <laughs> like, no, I, I love like Scott would always be like, yeah, I love this record. Like, do you, do you know where they're from? Nope. Do you know anything about them? Nope. Not a thing. I mean, I know that I, like I know music. her, <laughs> the woman and I believe I don't know if it's the drum, another member are married and there's a third member. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So listen to middle kids okay. All right. and come see them. If they play your, uh, city with more than a million people living in it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a cool city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know my number one record, the Pianos Pick Up the Teeth record, yep. obviously. Uh, that, yeah. Doctor No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, did you, when did you think of it and just saved it for the number one? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Dr. Noah, the Oxnard band. Did you That's literally good. just think of it or did it come to you a while? That was during, just, during, during uh, maybe about 10 minutes ago. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm, <no>. so, <laughs> I'm saving that. And that's it. Thank, I, you. thank you very much. Uh, I'll see you next year, guys. That, yeah, like that wouldn't have not even come into my brain at all. Yeah, it was I Dr. No. Yeah, it'll repeat. Yes. That's always the band. It's okay. That's Sorry, good. I had to do that to you. It's fine, Dr. No. At first, it took me a minute to be, yes, understand what you're saying now. Understand what you're saying. <laughs> But uh, yeah, there, I mean, you hit all the points on Piano the Piano's record. Teeth, yeah. yeah, the record is just it's yeah. It came out in February. I remember what I, I pre-ordered it in like you know November or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just it was it's the band continually evolves. They uh, like you said continually make sure they are putting the most effort they possibly can to make these songs. Like you can just feel the like anytime you can feel the work put into the songs where you're just like man you shaved off these edges to make just this beautiful beautiful piece of music there's no wasted time there's no wasted moments everything uh everything is in its place and it's just 
I saw because they came out. I think they came out like it was like maybe they played in like March or April. I, I saw them at the Regent. With um, me without you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And watching them was just like oh, it was just it, it just you know it, it like almost brings me to tears to yeah. watch the band do what they do so well. And uh, yeah, I mean they've they've now gotten to that point where it's just like we always joke where it's like oh uh, you know a good year is when Jimmy World puts out a new record. Yeah, like when Pianos puts out new music, I'm just like oh yeah, that's gonna be a good year. Like was the record the record wasn't out yet when they played right? The record it? had I think well yeah because they I think. I thought they had come out like maybe a month or so after. I, it, it, the time is because in my head, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen them. Yeah, since I feel like that record album. wasn't out because I went to that yeah. too. Also, yeah. Then then you're I, right. Maybe yeah. they'd announced the record or like, that's probably right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I think yeah, put I put a song up or yeah. I think Kyle, like I think Kyle had sent me like a song or two to be like like after I saw him at that right. show. So yeah, it might have been like whatever December of you know 2017 or whatever yeah but yeah I just the uh yeah and they I, they didn't play any of the songs at all so right but yeah it they and I just wish like because now they're that band that's in that area of like well yeah we all like are comfortable in our lives at home and like you know like yeah we're all creating music and we're being creative but like you know they're, they're not, not touring hard right and so it's like I just and I just wish they were located out here <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm bummed because I yeah I haven't seen these songs live and I so desperately want to yeah and it's uh yeah it's just I'm so I just hope that people continue to invest in the band as far as just like oh yeah like they're still worth you know booking shows for like you know that they're just not going to like fade quietly into the night because mm-hmm. you know i just i fear that sometimes that bands once they make that huge sonic shift that a lot of people that you know are like oh maybe they'll go back you know maybe thrice will play deadbolt again it's just like that guys that trains left the station 10 years ago they like, did on this whole tour i but you know what i'm saying <laughs> the point the point boom yeah the point the point stands of like people yeah. wanting the, the i mean creation. the effect that they think they've didn't thrice make a shirt or something that just said play, play dead bolt. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so I just hope that people continue to invest in pianos like they should be continually because of the, uh, I mean, like I said earlier, I haven't really listened to this record a ton, Yeah, but I mean, keep you as light years better than the previous record. Like long after. Yeah, so yeah. when I, I enjoyed those records, so, so good, yeah. you know, they, I mean, they, in my mind, they have not. They have not released a stinker. They have not released something that I'm just like, oh, I'm okay with. I'm like every record I celebrate in the hardest way possible. Yeah, they are fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I, like with all the bands that came up around the same time, Touche, a lot of spew, yep. pianos, Defeater, all these up on when every when all of that was happening, they're always they were always like the band. I was like they they need to be bigger than everyone. Right. Right. <laughs> they got this dialed in better than all of us. Right. <laughs> but you know, unfortunately yeah. they, they got surpassed, but I don't like a lot of us did, um, by other bands, but like by they, sevenfold, I know, but yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that like, you know, I, I still stand by, it. I think they're the best of any of them, you know, of any of us. But like, I, I'm mesmerized by what they do. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Listen to that record. It's fucking great. So good. Well, do you guys have any closing thoughts? We we did this. This is probably this could be the longest one we've ever done. I don't know. I don't. What are we at? I don't. I I don't have a actual timer, but it's a it's a very large sound file. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of squigglies here. <laughs> Holy Toledo! Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, yeah. we talked for a while before we started this. Though. We did. Yeah, we did a good half an hour. But yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 very glad we that we got it. to do this in person rather than over Skype. And yeah, it's easier to do it in person. It's much easier next year in Boston. That's fine. We'll come out. Great. 
I mean, buying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a basement. Right. I guess it's share a couch bed. But that'll be good. Well, then, we'll, and we also obviously have to do the uh, the best of what are, what did we do? The best of we did twenty seventeen, but I don't or in tw- two thousand seven, I think. Yeah, but I don't know if I have. My, I know my two. I know. No, we did tw- two thousand eight. But my 2009 and 2010, I'm missing a couple. I know. I we'll, we'll figure it out. I've got a lot. Because that was a really fun episode to look yeah. back on our records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. We should do that again. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I love you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. <laughs> Please, this is another reminder from Nitsa and myself. Do not drive stoned. It slows your reaction time. And it puts yourself in danger and everybody else around you. Please stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Do not get a DUI, okay? Please be safe this holiday season. Now, that's that's the show. Okay. Talk to you next week. Hey, Miles. Yes. It's Jack from work. Yes, hi. Did you know that we host a daily news and culture podcast where people can I go to get caught up know. on what is yes. happening? Are you yes, are you confused about that? You're talking about the Daily Zeitgeist show that we do I just to make sure you knew and that everybody knew that you could listen to us every day, twice a day, talk about what is happening and they could learn everything without feeling the life drain from their soul yeah i think at the daily zeitgeist we like to give people a balance of just enough news that they feel informed and just enough laughs that they're not overwhelmed they can have a decent day after listening so guys listen to the daily zeitgeist on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are given away for free the show is sponsored by BetterHelp. trust me in saying that no matter who you are mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all of the difference That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show. Hey! Angela E is kind of like the big sister that always pokes you in the forehead. That's not how it goes? That's not how anything goes. Yimby's really like a robot. One of the best DJs ever. Believe that. Charlamagne is the wild card. And I'm about to give somebody the credit they deserve for being stupid. I know, that's right. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Listen to The Breakfast Club weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on 106.7 The Beat. Columbus is real hip-hop and R&B.